0: Material Components, Episode 79, Warfront. Greetings and welcome to Material Components, the actual play RPG show all about intelligent items and the adventurers who love them. I am your humble dungeon master, Mike Ergoni, and joining me, as always, are my stalwart adventurers. Hey, adventurers. Thanks for being here. Oh, thanks for having us. Yes,
1: am
2: Of course. Uh, hey, folks. I am Olivia, and I will be playing Tears of Cloakbearer, Child of the Outer Storm.
3: I'm Elliot, and I'm playing Cherish Ironstrike, the Tiefling Sorcerer, and I'm here to kick ass.
4: Yeah. Uh, I am Michael, and I'm playing Sid Emberlight, Half-Elf Rogue, and I'm here to just relax, you know? I might kick it a little bit, you know, put my feet up, uh, maybe wear a bathrobe for the next three days. I don't know. Well, We'll see how it goes.
1: <laughs> We're playing Grawl, the Hobgoblin Warlock, and I'm here to, to flirt with... The- non-existent people so yeah like mike just makes characters for me to attempt to converse with
4: yeah it's what this whole campaign was created for
1: thank
0: you mike i your check is in the mail (laughs) (laughs) indeed and of course before we get into today's session i of course would like to ask the same question i ask every time and that is do you remember what happened last time
3: uh yes we continued our journey south towards the uh, uh the war front i suppose um we had a very uh p- fucking pr press <laughs> conference with the uh old mage
0: this is true uh, yeah Yes, uh, in discussing matters with the old mage, you informed her that seemingly every time the clock struck at the appointed hour and when you would know she would be conducting her ritual to safeguard the valley against the outer storm and the inevitable swath of magically induced chaos that might follow, it was in fact weakening the fabric of reality, or at least that is the assumption everyone was making and seemingly allowing something enormous and tentacular to attempt to get through into this world. But after discussing matters with her, she seemed to redouble her efforts in an attempt to stop that, and it may have had certain repercussions that none of you quite anticipated.
3: Or super understand?
0: Well, look, here's I knew about the big snake. Yeah. I know about the big snake. Bad,
3: yeah. We're all <laughs> about the big snake.
2: I, I mean... I tried to tell I tried to tell everybody about the big
3: snake and nobody like, listened. That was before <laughs> when you were just like, yeah, from birth it was just there's a big snake out there. I don't know, guys.
4: I'm still I'm still skeptical. I don't think there's a
2: snake. <laughs> you saw the snake.
4: Did I though? Did I? Technically, you caught a
2: coil of something.
3: (laughs) That's true. It could just be a very long tail of a big lizard.
1: There you go. Uh, That's believable. (laughs) Snake, I don't think so. (laughs) What are snakes except for legless (laughs) lizards?
0: All snakes have tails. Um, All snakes are tails. (laughs) They're ahead of the tail. That was the the real
3: thing a woman said to me at the uh, aquarium on the Oregon coast. (laughs) Uh, Like a woman who worked there? all mm. snakes have tails
0: it's true but I mean, least it's ways... true but
3: like why would you say that anyway she's got a
0: chip on her shoulder um... and a tail in her pants because she was a snake Probably. but after your conversation with the old mage do you remember what happened um... immediately after just in general
4: I mean, I remember. I remember I mean, one have, thing for
1: sure.
0: Well, uh, you proceeded on down the road. You uh, cherished.
1: cherished chatted with. Uh,
3: I was going to say that I think that happened before, though. We had some emotional conversations um, of varying emotions and degrees uh, before we talked to the old mage.
0: This oh. is true. Oh yeah, was that last
2: week? Oh shit! Yeah,
0: that was last week. Yep.
2: (sighs) Lots of stuff happened.
0: Tirza and Cherish had a bit of a uh, uh, a kerfuffle, if you will, about Mm -hmm. the presence of a certain devilish imp in the service of your purple tiefling friend. And uh, the thoughts about the usefulness of said imp, and whether or not it had in fact betrayed you to the hells, thus incurring the cherished doppelganger that has been striding about conducting foul works of talking to your friends and telling Ooh. them useful information and making
3: uh. my boyfriend sad.
0: <laughs> That's my job.
3: That's my job. <laughs> How dare she, usurper. <laughs> <laughs> I am kind of regretting okay. not letting. I mean, of course, there's no way I could have known, but like, I'm kind of regretting not letting Valor take her all the way down to Asmodeus and have him get his ass kicked for bringing the wrong one. If only. If only. Speaking of which, <laughs> yeah. we got down to the warfront, met up with our good friend Valor, our, our
4: longtime friend Valor,
3: longtime um, friend
0: and ally mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. we were very I, worried about and care a and lot trusted about, trusted
4: associate.
0: Um, yeah, our. Tra- our t- Treasured ally and friend Valor. Who we've been thinking about a lot. Mm -hmm. Just how he's doing, if he's all right. Who you know has sort of really worried. A local celebrity down here in the warfront, having inadvertently kind of taken command of the situation as the demonic tide flooded, quite literally, out of the depths of Amberfell Mine. Uh, Valor had taken charge, not only leading the defense of Fort Verge and the surrounding area, but calling up a swath of infernal allies with which to combat the demon kind. Um, From a very specific layer of hell? Yeah, well, one of the layers that is most used to fighting demons. This is true. The, The legions of Avernus are quite familiar with the good old-fashioned, and I give myself this one chance every episode to say BLOOD WAR! BLOOD WAR! Which, of course, you are all walking into right now.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Lovely. I saunter.
0: He's sauntering into the blood war. Mm -hmm. Name the episode right there. Sneaking into the blood (laughs) war. Very carefully. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what this party is known for
3: we're no. mm. <laughs> all very stealthy remember that Funny. last
0: uh, stealth mission y'all uh, took part in which one no because i don't, I yeah, don't no. remember exactly.
4: oh that one yes Olivia, went very well
0: remains <laughs> pointedly silent mm. <laughs> but leastways, yes you had reconvened with your good good friend valor back at the war front, south of Fort Verge. It was there that uh, he took Cherish aside to have a conversation that he said was probably going to be a little awkward. And boy, was he not wrong.
5: Nope.
3: Mm-hmm. Also, I would like to say very quick, as pissed as I am, Valor does get points for being the first and so far only person trying to collect on my bounty to actually, like, try and trick me and get me alone and into a false sense of security.
0: (laughs) Well, look, the straightforward bop-you-on-the-head-and-drag-you-off-to-hell approach has not worked a few times now, so uh, perhaps the GM is learning the ways (laughs) of subtle. (laughs) But leastways, our heroes having split the party with Tirza, Grawl, and Sid, following their fellow threadless camion off to the camps amongst the warfront, you are in the presence of the rest of the Guardian Guilds that sit in the breach between the infernal fortifications and the war camps of the Jarashir, who are also here in the warfront in force. That left Cherish and Valor to head off into the infernal fortifications themselves to have a conversation beneath the watchful gaze of a statue of Zariel herself. And you were told that Zariel may in fact be Valor's mother,
5: Mm -hmm.
0: which has its own... (sighs) I'm sure there's a story attached to that at the very least about Mm -hmm. who could possibly uh, have had a child with the Uh, Archdevil of Avernus. Love story. Let's call it a love story. Hmm.
2: A rom-com if
0: we're being generous.
4: How much ado. (laughs)
5: Uh,
0: But as you Stood there. What you, what Cherish, had just said to Valor was, Do you think you're the only one who has a mom trapped in hell?
3: Yep. And I believe his response was, No, but I think I'm the only one who can do something about it.
0: And let us take a moment, I think, to examine those words because deep and subtle meaning lies behind both what Cherish said and what Valor has said because what Cherish Ironstrike said was do you think you're the only person with a mom trapped in hell not perhaps realizing just how true those words were but at the same time perhaps not realizing the inherent falsehood in her own statement. Because the word trapped implies something about the decisions that these two women made. And that is the rub, isn't it? It is not its decisions, choice. Because... As different as they may be, the arch, or the former archangel, Zariel, and the golden dragon, Valmaradres, made countless decisions that inevitably led both women to hell. And perhaps their final decision was to stay there. Zariel as an archangel Valmuradares as a dragon Neither entities are without Supreme amounts of power Of choice that that power allows Could even a layer of Bator Contain such entities Without their own choosing Perhaps, perhaps not But leastways, neither of them, by any stretch of the imagination, are trapped. And Valor, Valor who said, but I'm the one who can do something about it, doesn't quite know the repercussions of what such an action might bring about. The boy has this fantasy within his mind of a creature twisted by darkness of the ruined creature whose statue even now rises above you maimed missing a hand her wings sheathed in burning darkness looking out over a war that she now commands Does Valor realize that freeing such a creature is not perhaps what is best for the multiverse or even for herself? Has he thought through his actions? Or is he just trying to play the hero? These are all questions and concerns that need to be answered, and need to be answered quickly. Because Cherish Ironstrike, as you stare at Valor, his face full of twisted pain, his shield still strapped to his back, his spear dismissed for the moment, he stares at you with a look of pain and worry, but also there is a steel to his stance and to his jaw. And he will say, but I'm the one who can do something about it.
3: I think Cherish also gets a very resolute like there is a set expression on her face of i don't i don't even know just like strength is the word i'm i'm going towards i'm not sure if that's the right one or if that makes sense but and she says to him i'm going to give you one chance to drop this We can go back, meet up with everyone, and pretend this never happened. I don't deserve to spend eternity in a pit of misery just for existing. And you know that.
0: And he will stare at you, glance down at the ground, turn his head slightly so that his pupilless eyes will focus over his shoulder towards the statue. And he will say what if it meant saving the valley? Got to be kidding me.
3: You know what you're doing right now to the valley, even considering this? You are placing your own agenda, your own selfish desires over everyone here. Every single person in this valley.
0: I... Perhaps, perhaps that is a piece of it, but how much good do you think an archangel would do right now?
3: She's not an archangel anymore.
0: But she could be.
3: Not quickly enough.
0: If she was freed from the bargain she struck? If she was released from service?
3: Were you not listening to what I told you about her? Um, There's no... The chances of her being coerced into this are astronomical, Valor. And it's been millennia. You don't know what she's become.
0: So you're saying there's no redemption for something like her?
3: I don't know. But this is not the way.
5: Fine.
0: I'm sure your friends are waiting for you.
3: I'm sure they are.
0: Just know. This is an option. You don't know how bad it's gotten here. How much worse it's probably going to get because of what you've all been doing. If I could trade myself in, To secure a power like that, to help the valley, I would.
3: You're making a lot of assumptions. We've closed... Three. Four? I thought it was three. This is out of character. (laughs) Jerish would not be hesitating. We've closed three of the largest and most dangerous rifts. We know we can do it. And the more people we have on our side, the easier it is to close them. This is based on
0: fact and experience. You haven't been here. You haven't seen what it's like. You haven't been with us. Either. Fine. Just know this wasn't my idea. It was yours. I'm sure it was. Whatever that other Cherish was trying to accomplish, she was willing to make this sacrifice.
3: She was willing to give up. I'm not.
0: Very well. And he'll turn and start walking away.
3: I will as well. Uh, but I'm gonna do a a turn back.
0: Valor? And he'll stop. Glance back over his shoulder towards you.
3: You better have been prepared to kill me. Because there's no way I was letting you drag me down to Avernus as er down to, fuck, I would remember what it's called. What's the, the Bottom one. Nisus. There was no way I was gonna let you drag me down to Nisus as anything but a corpse. And I'll leave.
0: And he will shout after you. Hell is here, Cherish. I wasn't going to have to drag you anywhere. I'm not gonna stop. You feel the coarse red sand beneath your feet as you're marching away. You feel the hot wind blowing up from that enormous pit that rests at the base of Zaryel's statue. Nearby, you see devils of every persuasion armed for war. Bone devils with plate mail bolted to their carapace. Chain devils with Chainmail seemingly alive on their person wrapped around their bodies. Barbed devils with axes and blades that they pry from their own bodies. Imps bearing chains and eyeless helmets flying through the air. Those angel-like ironies flying overhead like dark Valkyries flying above. In the distance, you see the pale red glow of some enormous fissure in the earth belching fire to the north of you. You hear shouts and screaming and the blaring of horns as the fortifications come under assault. This close, you can hear the roar of battle as it's joined against the black bulwark of steel. And there's some dark tension somewhere inside of you that finds all of this terribly familiar and somewhat comforting in a bizarre way. This was the first song that a young Cherish heard in her crib decades ago at this point, but that song rests in your bones now it's come here. Eventually you make your way out of the infernal fortifications just as a cannonade begins. You see these enormous infernal war machines dragging themselves across the sand, hurling these huge globs of black and crimson flame up and over the fortification. Huge, tumultuous (laughs) going off even over at the camp of the Guardian Guilds, the rest of you can hear this. There is a from above, and you see lightning racing across the skies, dragging itself across the front. You can't help but flinch at some of those noises. But eventually you make it back to... A more ragged camp than the one of the devils. Standing outside on the road, Judah Sunpalm was keeping an eye out for you. Waves you close.
3: Um, I think that before, like, before she gets in sight of anyone she knows, Cherish, like, takes a moment to try and quickly decompress from th- that whole situation and just, like, try to, like, be normal again. and
0: Cherish. As you pass through the last vestiges of the Infernal Fortifications, shaking off these feelings and trying to put the mask back on, A horned devil will swoop down out of the sky, landing not necessarily near you specifically, but just landing. You can see its eyeless helmet bolted down over its face with this large, almost upside-down bowl on its head that is alight with fire. It wields this large, two-pronged bident, and it just (laughs) lands with this clatter of metal and it will glance towards you as you're shaking off this emotion, and it will bow ever so slightly towards you and continue on its way.
3: Hashtag grimace. Um, uh, Yeah, so when I see Judah, I'll wave back.
0: He will look to you with a, a bit of a furrowed brow and say, Where's Valor?
3: Um, he had some stuff to do back in the camp. Um, I mean, he's been away for a couple of days, so.
0: Hmm. I was hoping to catch up. Do you, is he doing all right?
3: He's struggling. I think we all are.
0: Indeed. Well, come this way. The others have. The amount of food that Grawl can put away is quite honestly very disturbing. I don't know where he puts yeah. it all. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I think hobgoblins have a really high metabolism.
0: That must be it.
2: They have four stomachs like goats. Mm-hmm.
0: Cherish your. Conversation and your walk back perhaps took about an hour. So in that meantime, the three of you, plus Camion, are in the mess hall of the Guardian Guilds. Around you there are the haunted looks of Barkwatch and Edgemasons. There are some stouter-looking folk, but no one is boisterous or rollicking in the same way that you've seen other guardian guilds acting when they're in their own lodge houses and barracks There, there is a grim determination here even Arbidon's attitude as he like rolls into the situation is muted somewhat and the huh. three of you trying to do anything other than take a hearty meal and maybe get a little rest while you're here um I is, wanted to It is late try... morning of the twenty fifth of so, by the way.
4: I wanted to try and say so I'm looking for Hexia Cobseed and Oh, well, I didn't get her last name, but uh Bilak- Bilakwa? Bilakwa
0: Belakwa Belakwa Morn. So you're looking for the leaders of the Barkwatch and the Lock Wardens yeah. Respectively Yeah Just to
4: I guess let them know That we're um, here
0: a quick ask around You would know that they are not here huh. um, The people who are here are taking an early lunch Before getting to their shifts uh-huh. um, If asking after them uh, You would pretty quickly get that Uh, Hexia is ranging, is the phrase you get. And uh, Balakwa has apparently set up a camp nearer to the Jarashir war camp, where the Lock Wardens are apparently uh, establishing a, a beachhead of sorts. Gotcha. The rest of you doing anything?
2: Um, I think that most of this hour has been, um, uh, trying to look like she's not worrying about whatever's happening with Cherish and Valor and failing at it. Um, but if it's been, if it's been an hour, then, um, Tirza is going to go try to find, like, like, what needs to be done around here, um. I if there's like a medical tent, it's probably where she'd look first. Uh, Though this is maybe just happening as Cherish is coming back.
0: Okay, uh, there there is a big medical tent uh, a little far back from the the front lines that is apparently being run by the Barkwatch. They are the most skilled healers of the Guardian Guilds, <laughs> mostly with uh, Druids and Rangers in their mix. They actually have access to healing magics. Moderately, anyway.
2: Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, then that's what Tears is doing. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll fucking bandage. I'll use. I have a bunch of spell slots, free to use. <laughs> um.
0: Okay. Um. Yeah, you could have been directed there pretty quickly. So if you're Spending some time there. Give me a medicine check. Ooh, kinda rolled good. Uh nineteen. Nineteen. Okay. Um you have an uncanny ability to uh aid people and, and like sense who is the worst off and know where you're uh, needed. At a moment's notice, the man, the head medic here, is a man named Riley Sandborn. Uh, he's a, a a minor druid, um, not nearly as skilled as the uh, the arch druid you saw in Fair Ames here, but he, he's a man who knows his herbs and poultices, and he is impressed by your your healing hands. And, uh, as... So,
2: so, speaking speaking of healing hands... Yes. Oh, sorry, continue, Mike. I
0: interrupted. Oh, I'll just say, he's... He would come over and say, Pretty impressive, though. Don't see many Ujarashir over these parts.
2: I've, um... I've only just arrived, and the rest of my party is... Um not aligned uh, with the Jarashir.
0: So, first. uh, Just, they keep to themselves mostly is all I meant to say.
2: Uh, That's unfortunate. There are mm, a great many healers and warriors of the Jarashir. It would be Hmm, perhaps better if we uh, uh, that's um sorry just talking to myself uh
0: well uh, pleasure i'm more meet than you. happy to help <laughs> uh, and we appreciate the help uh, riley sanborn
2: uh tearsza cloak bearer.
0: hmm Pleasure to meet you, Tears of Clockbearer. Appreciate all the help we can get.
2: Okay. Uh, of course. Uh, um, is there anyone who's, who's, uh, in particularly bad shape? I mean, actually, I, I rolled very well on yeah, Cherish's so objective what scale of...
0: Be- <laughs> what you would begin to realize is that everyone who's actually here is in bad shape. There are no minor wounds Mm -hmm. when fighting demons. Uh, That's fair. And you're beginning to see lacerations. What looks like the, the most common wound you see are lash marks of some kind. Long, horrible tears through shoulders and chests and backs. Like barbed chains lashing at folks.
2: Um, I will ask Riley, like, what... Demons. Just... Just in general? I, I, I only ask, um, that there doesn't seem to be a lot of... I, I mean, have have we figured out... strategy... Works against them, or are there some that are more deadly than others? I imagine that my companions and I will be.
0: The small ones are bad, Uh, the big ones are worse. You gotta watch out for the ones that can fly, and the big ones that vomit out a lot of the little ones. Those are the worst.
2: So you're telling me they're bad, um, <laughs> right? Uh,
0: Don't let okay, them well, bite thank you. you. They have
2: some sort of venom.
0: Uh, no, they have a lot of mouths. Oh, <laughs> is Great. A pretty common Except- trait, and uh, I wouldn't suggest letting them hit you with any of their whippy bits, either.
2: Okay. No biting, no whippy bits. Uh,
0: that's... Aye. <laughs> uh,
2: thanks. <laughs> um, I will use... Uh, I'm going to use all of my lay-on-hands and some some spell slots, so.
0: How much so would you, you like to like...
2: use? Uh, well, I'm going to use all of my Lay on Hands. Yes, and how many spell slots? Um, I'm going to use both of my, my third levels for some Aura of Vitality, and I'm going to cast Cure Wounds at a second level... How many second level spell slots Remind do Remind me have? what
0: Aura of Vitality does.
2: It's a uh, bonus action 2d6 healing in a range of 30 feet around you.
0: And how long does that last for? A minute. So if you cast that twice, oh. you can heal a bunch of people. literally everyone in this tent. To the oh point shit, where really? You see... I mean, what people are witnessing here is a minor miracle. <laughs> It a, a really
2: did roll a nice
0: <laughs> a, a tent full of wounded folk who some of which might not have gotten back up otherwise are returned not only to health but to vigor. Their wounds close, their eyes clear, those who were passed out due to the use of uh, pain herbs to help just get them unconscious so they could endure some of the the pain they're having to go through are suddenly awake wide-eyed and staring at themselves with newfound vigor and life there are a few people here whose while their limbs have already been removed due to the catastrophic damage they may have received they are otherwise like like they're not regrowing limbs or anything but they're definitely like looking back down at themselves like strong and vital again And there's a whole tent full of members of the different Guardian Guilds who are now like staring at themselves, staring at you. And there is this sense of awe and wonder as you focus your energy through these spells. And there is a rumble of thunder. And uh, somebody will come like charging through the flaps of the tent and like, stare around at everyone looking up and is going to say, Y'all need to come see this! And people who can now stand where otherwise they could not will all be standing up and, like, they'll be, like, looking at between Tirza and the flap and Riley will charge forward and go, Get out! Get out! Pushing this guy out at the flap of the tent. But he'll, like, push his way out and then just stop and his frame... His body is framed in the tent flap as he stops and just stares upward. Oh boy. Cherish, as you are being led Ah. back to the... The banquet tent. Judah, just ahead of you. There is a sudden thunderclap from overhead. And... You saw the large storm hanging over the Jarashir war camp that had served to blot out some of that weird oil-slick texture in the sky that has followed you since you crossed over into a certain piece of this realm. But as you look up now, before you saw these huge rents in that oil-slick sky, now there's just a hole shot through it. Revealing the mid afternoon blue sky above. And in broad daylight, you see these ribbons of rainbow colored light waving across the sky as though they are the storm lights that appear above Lake Quelio for a brief moment, that shines down through the sky in a radiant beam of multicolored light. And Judah will stare at all of this and go, um... And you can all see, wherever you are in the camp, that it is radiating down straight towards a central tent near the rear of the camp.
3: I think Cherish kind of, like, smiles in spite of herself because, like... That's our tears, uh...
0: <laughs> Over at the... Mess tent. There would be people coming in and saying, "You all need to come outside and see this, like right now." And people I... are charging outdoors.
4: Yeah, I'll, I'll go take a look.
0: Grawl.
6: What? what, what, what sorry, I, I,
0: I, I'm busy eating. I'm okay. Grawl sits important. and keeps eating. Um, <sighs> Grawl, Grawl
3: keeps eating a Dwayne the Rock Johnson portion of food. <laughs>
0: Sid, you follow some of the other Guardian Guild members outside and you see other people just streaming out of tents and just gawking at the sky and you see this hole drilled through the weird texture of overlaid reality and this beam of multicolored light shining down on a tent and everyone in the camps are like staring up at the sky, staring down at the tent Tirza, what are you doing?
2: I, I think... So I think if, if the tent is in view of any of you guys, I think you just see like, Tirza, like, lifts the tent flap and, like, looks out and then closes the temp- tent flap. This is the most embarrassing thing that has ever happened to her. And that includes Sid drawing that butt that one time. Oh <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. <laughs>
0: And tears so, yeah, as you she just, like, close the tent looks flap, out
2: and then it's like, oh.
0: as you close the tent flap and like turn, come back inside. You're uh, <laughs> feeling that heat of embarrassment. Uh, touch your face. You hear shuffling footsteps behind you. Oh, I'll I'll turn, of course. And you see every occupant of this tent, nearly fifty people are, like, shuffling and making their way kind of towards you with looks of, awe. men and women of every species in the valley. There are tall goliaths, multiple humans, half-orcs, elves of most of the stripes. There are halflings and gnomes. There's at least one large brawny dragonborn. And they are all staring at you, and one of them eventually says bless you cloakbearer and there's a murmur that rushes through the crowd that just says bless you bless you cloakbearer bless you
2: oh i'm just i'm I'm just glad i could help i'm glad you're all right
0: And they're all just, like, uh, staring at you kind of awkwardly with looks of awe and wonder. And there's tears on a lot of faces.
2: Um, uh, I think she sees someone crying and, like, goes to be like, oh, don't cry. Oh, um, I... I- um, if there's anything else any of you need that just, just let me know. Uh, right. And then I'll, uh, she'll leave <laughs> or go to, or go to leave at least.
0: And no one will stop you. As you exit and outside, cool. everyone else is slowly seeing that circle in the oil slick of the sky beginning to slowly close and re-encapsulate reality around you. The blue skies above beginning to disappear. But the last of it doesn't fade until Tirza walks out of the tent. Can I, like... <laughs> Tears
4: needs a hype man for this moment, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. almost Carnival Barker style. Mm-hmm. I need to. I need to just be... Announcing to, to this crowd who has gathered outside that this is the work of uh Tears Cloakbearer, child of the outer storm, uh warrior, healer, uh protector of the people of the valley. Um, she has p- clearly, as you can fear see, the- performed one of her great miracles. Um, uh, fear not for <laughs> Fear not for hope has returned to to this part of the valley, um, mm-hmm. you know. Give me a performance role. Oh sure.
5: Oh sure, sure.
6: Oh, sure, sure, sure. Where can I hear Sid yelling outside? <laughs> not, not a bard, but you know that's okay. <laughs> You're interrupting my chicken wings.
4: Ooh, hell yeah!
0: Seventeen plus three, dirty twenty. <laughs> the. <laughs> The name Tears a Cloakbearer is now on fire in this campsite. And there are already stories circling through the Guardian Guild camp about the coming of the Threadless Heroes. And the name Tears a Cloakbearer is already on people's lips. And now it's just like, oh, you rolled into camp and in less than an hour. You've performed a miracle. (laughs) Shit's turning around real quick for people here at the warfront. Fuck yeah. Yes, yes. And even as you're like announcing this, and are you hear Sid's voice ringing over the crowd as you're coming out. And there are edge masons nearby who are like hooping and hollering. And uh, mm-hmm. there's at mm-hmm. least one person uh, who shouts out, "I saw them fight pterodactyls once." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody will shout, shut up, jeffathy nobody knows what that is.
2: <laughs> Stop, that's the real hero.
0: I
1: feel a disturbance we saved our
2: horse. in the course.
1: Someone's shit-talking Jephthethi. <laughs> what is wrong in the world, and I must correct it. It's a disturbance in the horse.
3: Chicken wing falls from Grawl's mouth. <laughs>
1: for only four seconds i can still eat that he caught it (laughs) no i have a hunger for justice
4: he puts it in his pocket for later (laughs) (laughs) i gotta lick off all the dirt
1: first and then i put it in my pocket so
0: yeah cherish that is what you come back to as you're rolling back into camp with judah
3: um i think that uh if there's a lot of like commotion around tears uh, uh, I think Cherish is going to take that opportunity to like get go into the mess tent and like get some food just to keep like continue on this rootless like kind of settling herself.
0: You see Grawl inside continuing to eat.
3: Yeah, it's about empty
6: mess right. tent. Still good. Hey, you gonna finish that? Oh, he's not gonna finish that. He's not here. food off. So stupid.
2: This this is the con that Tirza and Grawl run. Tirza mm. performs a miracle so that Grawl can steal food,
1: and then we eat for free forever. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> so yeah, uh, Grawl, you see Cherish coming back into the tent. I don't know if you have any reaction.
5: I sure. I sure. Sure. Sure
6: over here! Hi, Josh. Yeah, hi. Here. Hi, hi, girl. Hi, come on over. Come on, save your seat.
3: I'm, I'm gonna get some food first. I
6: got plenty for all of us. It's good. We got plenty right over here.
3: I've tried to eat from your plate before. You almost ate my hand.
6: Fair
0: enough. <laughs> <laughs> So you grab some food and settle down. A couple of people will like stagger back in, including, included among them is Camion, who will see you and um, bustle on over. Not sit down, but say, "I think Tears are just performed a miracle." That oh, sounds about right.
3: Yeah, probably.
0: Is I kind of a- saw the
3: whole rainbow thing from outside.
0: Is that a thing she does on the regular?
3: I mean, the last time... I think there are conditions that have to be met. I haven't quite figured out all the math on that. But the last time she did something like this, it started raining in blue gulch, um, which is not a thing that happens super often, so...
0: Huh. Okay. Um... So I guess low profiles out the window, then. Right. I'm purple. Not really, uh, kind of... No, no. M-O. No, I, I heard about the play. Um... We, we still haven't seen it.
3: Yeah,
0: we... Is it getting good reviews? or bad? What What have you heard? They called me Camblian, so I, I didn't exactly go out of my way to...
3: <laughs> oh, that's bad. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. yeah,
6: I'm pretty sure they made me the dumb one, which doesn't make any sense either, but,
0: yeah.
3: know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay came in and sit down there. Uh, skin changing to a kind of sicklyish green of spring. Sid, Tears, what are you doing after this ruckus?
2: Uh I think Tears like goes over to Sid after uh He's done this and is, like, mm-hmm. attempting to hide. <laughs> not, not like, literally, but just, like, yeah, we're very casual friends who are standing here doing nothing.
4: Mm-hmm. Nothing
2: mm-hmm. has occurred.
4: Uh, just, like, go ahead and wave to the crowd.
2: I hate you, she says as she does it. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking
4: about? You have given these people what they didn't think they could ever have. Hope.
2: I guess that's true. But it was an accident. I didn't even know that was going to happen.
4: Hey, they don't need to know that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And as you're waving, there is like All a right. small cheer that goes up in the crowd.
5: Yeah. Woo,
0: threadless. <laughs>
2: Threadless
0: cheers. Yeah. And I need the two of you to give me perception checks. (laughs) Yeah.
4: Oh, hell yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, this is the place to say that. (laughs) Uh, 10 plus 10, dirty 20.
2: Also a dirty 20. Booyah.
0: You would both notice towards the northwest, kind of near the rear of the crowd at the edge of the camp, kind of moving towards the outskirts, there is a hunched and gnarled-looking figure who is leaning on a stick, who is just watching all of this, and you catch a long, crooked, crimson nose coming out of a deep cowl, staring at the two of you from the back of the crowd. Does this figure look familiar? No. You just notice that, whereas everyone else is cheering and like looking happy and like clapping your shoulders, there's just a figure near the rear of the crowd who is staring at all of this with a look... I mean, you can't really get an expression because there's this deep-shadowed cowl uh, of black cloth that looks like it's tattered to near grey, uh, but there's a crimson fleshed nose kind of poking out of the shadows and it seems unamused with your antics.
2: Blood-colored nose, maybe?
0: I mean, look, blood can come in a lot of colors, so who knows? Hmm.
2: Huh. <sighs> Um trying to decide if Tirza puts this together. She probably does. Um I am are Valor and Cherish back. I am going to go check on them. And she will not run away, but will like kinda duck into the mess tent again.
4: Sure, I'll run a distraction. That's fine. I got this. Do some crowd work.
2: I will I will Tears of Will actually wave to the crowd before she leaves.
5: Okay.
0: So Tears you duck back into the mess tent. People are starting to filter back in. You do see Camion, Grawl, Judah and Cherish there. Mm-hmm. Uh uh, 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 uh Beeline. Uh, 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 line. Uh, Judah will say. So here's our little miracle worker.
2: Ha <laughs> ha! I hate. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, that was on accident. I like. I think we should just all all move on. Cherish. Where is valor?
3: Uh, well, what, we parted ways after our conversation. conversation? uh we we parted ways after our conversation um i he must have things to do in um the infernal camp, and I didn't really wanna stick around
2: well are, are you okay what was the i mean if it's something that you don't wanna talk about then that's it's it's mostly that fine valor, if it
3: was hell it's mostly that valor and I are in the same boat, so to speak, and you know kind of I don't know, be very pointed about that part.
2: Okay, Tears is not going to press that because.
0: And Camion will say, but we need him here for her to decide what to do next.
3: He did not tell me what he was going off to do, so I don't know if he'll meet up with the rest of us later or not.
0: Okay. And, uh, yeah, cherish. you definitely feel Judah's eyes kind of penetrating the, uh, the mild falsehoods that are you're I mean,
3: I'll
0: roll, I'll roll a deception check if you want me to. Good luck! Yeah,
3: I mean, right? Like, it's <laughs> not gonna get through his business. I knew that going into this whole thing.
4: Gotta try, though.
3: There's always a nat 20. It's true. <laughs> Jude is not secretly a dragon, is he?
0: No! I already told you that. None of the Threadles <laughs> are dragons.
3: Oh, damn it! Okay, that's right
0: overtly a minotaur uh
3: it is an 18
0: but yep that does not beat his 28 so
3: nope (laughs) (laughs) nothing I was gonna (laughs) even if I roll well I guess a nat 20 is a nat 20 but I only have a plus 7 to my deception so
0: his insight is very good turns out reading people is kind of what he does but, leastways. Yeah. Reading shit. He does He's not supposed he, to. Well,
3: that. Too. But he's also cool, so he's not going to fucking.
0: <laughs> he doesn't say anything. Hmm. So. Which means
3: that I can actively avoid being alone with Judah.
0: <laughs> As you reconvene, uh, Sid, are you up to anything while the rest of them are.
4: Um, I, I mostly, uh, I, I talk to, I talk to people if they, if they want to, but I'm going to mostly make my way
0: to the, um, the mess tent. Okay. Um. Now, when you say you will talk to people if you, if they want to. Yeah. How much would you indulge people who would want to talk to you?
4: Oh, gosh. I, I would have to indulge them quite a bit, huh? Like. I mean. <laughs> like it's like, "Oh, I got to go." But 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 you want to talk to me. Sure. Yeah. Well, okay, they can they can wait a little bit. Give me a what persuasion roll. Mm-hmm. What do you want to know? What do you want to know about the uh, Oh, they want to know so much. So much uh persuasion. Oh, that's pretty good. That is a 5 well, 5 plus eleven sixteen
0: <laughs> Uh yeah, you keep finding yourself like You're about to turn and leave, and someone's like, Oh, wait, you're Sid Emberlight?"
4: Yes, yes, I am Sid Emberlight, I have half (laughs) a hero.
0: Yeah, no, I I definitely indulge. Um, And at least one elf will come up to you and say, Has anyone ever told you that you look like the head of House Lyodon? You know
4: they I have heard that we actually just stopped up at uh at uh, Fair here and I got to say met the guy there is a bit of a resemblance um so yeah I I have heard that it's it's just so funny You wear it well Oh thank you
0: thank you You from uh you from Ferium's here Yes, originally, but of course, uh, I had to heed my calling to the bark watch.
4: Very, very respectable. A lot of a, uh, a lot of people from Feriums here don't uh, make their way out into the into the valley. So it's it's good good to see you here.
0: Um, well, of course, the first two hundred years were rather droll, but I figured why not uh, branch out in my three hundreds. You know what yeah. they say three hundreds the new four hundred.
4: Mm-hmm. They say that. I'm I'm
0: pretty certain. Um What what is your name? Uh they say their name is uh Leandor. Uh they would actually be a Lydon. Oh.
4: Yeah, I don't want to get into to me being related to uh that, but um uh well it was uh it was really good to meet you. Uh, Got to have a very important threadless meeting, but uh, of course, uh, p- pleasure was all mine. Um,
0: <laughs>
4: and then I head to the mess tent.
0: Yeah, so Sid's gone for like forty-five minutes. Yeah, that's about right.
6: Is there anything I- else? I don't possibly think I could have another chicken.
5: Oh, look, chicken wings. <laughs> <roast. laughs>
4: Secret chicken wing.
2: (laughs) Oh, he finds the one that was in his pocket.
6: (laughs) Oh, I forgot about you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) At this point, there are members of the the Barkwatch who are watching this and they're like, not even keep... Their eyes aren't leaving Grawl, but they're exchanging money across table without even really looking. (laughs) Some people with a mix of horror and...
2: an impressive pile of chicken bones just mm-hmm. slowly
3: stacking cherish is uh snapping the bones in half and sucking the marrow out i'm kidding <laughs> am
6: I? whoa
5: am i that's,
2: that's that's just an elliot move not a cherish move it is it
3: is a big elliot move
0: so eventually you all reconvene it's a little bit past noon and the camp is a stir and a buzz with the arrival of the Threadless. You have made quite the impression upon your entrance to the camp of the Guardian Guilds. Is there anything you all want to accomplish? Uh, Judah is a little unsettled by everything that's happening here. And is kind of asking Camion about the, the day-to-day that goes on here. And... Camion lets you all know that really it's all about the rotation to the front lines. Every 6 to 12 hours, depending on what you're doing, people will rotate in and out of the front. The front line consists of a broad sweep of fortifications down from the Infernal Bulwark north of this camp. Really what the Guardian Guilds have been doing here is running interference between the Infernal Allies and the Jarashir, who are doing the bulk of the fighting. Mm. They are strategically skirmishing with demons and running interference between the two organized groups of fighters. Uh, They're also providing most of the scouting via the Bark Watch and a lot of the transportation into the swamp via the Lock Wardens. They are, some of them are acting as messengers, going to and from the different leadership positions within the Jarashir and the Infernal Allies, which you learn that the legion that is set up here is called the Damned Good. And they are apparently led by a death knight of some kind named Percival Smiles. Whereas the Jarashir are apparently led by a group called the Scaled Council, which has set up in the large longhouse that's been erected near their storm tower. Their commander is a person named Agni Brandbearer. If the Jarashir lead a sortie, then he is the one who leads it.
2: Have either uh, have either party gained significant ground recently, or are they just holding the line?
0: Camion is a little reticent to speak directly about that. Give me a persuasion role. Oh, boy.
5: Um.
2: Uh. Thir. Oh, 15. Sorry. Math.
0: You get the sense that. Camion doesn't want to admit it, but they really haven't made any progress here. Not in weeks. I
2: mean, that's sort of the answer I was expecting.
0: They will say, but that's, I think we could, if we could just combine our efforts more effectively and make some kind of push, but it's difficult. What doesn't help is... There does... And they will kind of glance around and make sure no one's super close and say, I'm not sure if the devils are even trying that hard to push forward. You've seen their fortifications, those war machines of theirs, all the devils at their command. You would think an army like that would be able to sweep down to the mines and give us all the cover we need to try to close the rift, but every time I've asked Valor about it, he's been very evasive.
3: Um, Mike? Have I asked you what I know about the Blood War before? I think I have.
0: You know the basics.
3: Yeah, but not so much the it's a conflict that's been going on for ever.
0: I ever. Mean, <laughs> you know that it's been going on forever. That's just like one but, of those things you learn in magic school.
3: Yeah, but I don't know. Maybe not so much the fact that the the thing about it is that it doesn't end. Because I think that's some, like, deep shit that I know as Elliot.
0: Yeah, that... I mean... You don't necessarily... There are theories that float around, especially if you've done some of your... In some of uh, Cherish's Hell research, that would posit that, like... There might be factions out there that don't want the Blood War to end, but ultimately... They are looking to win. And yeah. each side is looking for an edge of some kind. Whatever that means.
3: Okay, then I think Cherished I think Cherish maybe stays quiet then. I don't know if she says anything about that specifically.
0: Okay.
3: I mean, we we did notice
2: that it or maybe we didn't, but as we were passing it does seem like Hell is here? Sort of.
0: Camion will definitely nod and say, as I've said, it seems as though that swath of their fortifications has definitely taken on an infernal aspect at the very least. It's not quite as twisted and changed as the deeper swamp near Amberfell, but it's definitely...
3: It feels different. For sure.
0: And they'll turn towards you.
3: So will Tirza. What do you mean? When I say that Val, when I said that Valor and I are in the same boat, actually, I think maybe, Cammy and you're the only one who doesn't know this at this point. It's hard to keep track. Okay. Um, I, I came here from Bator, as a as a baby.
0: Oh. All right.
3: Yeah. So when Valor and I were talking in the infernal camp when we kind of crossed the threshold, as it were, it it just. There was a marked difference. It felt different on that ground.
0: Okay. So I suppose that might answer our question. Yeah. Though that does raise another concern, which would be if it is a slice of hell, how did they get it here? Are there two
3: rifts that we have to cross?
0: Yes.
2: Is the reason they're not fighting to gain ground because they're simply trying to get a foothold into the material?
0: I have to assume that if Valor made this deal, it was to at least some end. That is far too open-ended of a contract. He wouldn't be that... Stupid. Maybe we should press the issue with him, ask exactly what he promised the devils.
2: I think we deserve to know.
0: If there is a second rift, then we're going to have to deal with that as well. what you've told me is true and closing the larger rifts makes the big ones more potent then perhaps closing the rift to the abyss will make the one to the hells all the more powerful
4: Um, is Sid has Sid returned yet or is he okay okay okay. Um, unless we were able to close both rifts
5: simultaneously.
0: That would I... be a feat.
5: Yep. Yeah.
3: It's certainly I, I mean it's certainly possible that Valor is in over his head.
0: Came will get a concerned look on their face, their skin going from the green of spring to a paler shade towards winter, becoming this brittle white and they will say with a, a stolid look on their face I I didn't want to say as much, but I'm beginning to think that's true. Judah will give a look of concern and say, What do you mean? Camion will shake their head and say, These last few months, obviously I wasn't here the whole time, but this whole experience has changed him. Judah, I don't know. And I don't
3: think that his encounter with this other me has helped.
0: Did he say what other Cherish did to convince him to leave?
3: No, he did not.
2: Or what her plan was? uh, To get the two of them to the realm scar, I, I must have been something good, something that maybe we could use.
4: Also, I'm a little late to this conversation. Did we ask this cherish the password? Uh,
3: hmm. you did not. The password, is Owl <laughs> we have not,
0: guys. Guys, the
3: password is owlbear. Thank though. you.
0: That's yeah. a fake mm-hmm. cherish. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> God.
3: We're so.
0: Still- owlbear was not the password.
3: Yeah, it was. Yes, it
0: was. It was Dire Bear.
3: No, it was definitely owlbear. Oh, it was
0: Dire Bear. All <laughs> no, right, it well, was okay, okay, it Char- no, Char- Char- Dire okay,
3: Bear. No, it was Dire Bear. It was Dire Bear. has keen be blind. Okay, fuck off. We gotta kill this
4: <laughs> Um, I, I stabbed Cherry.
3: <laughs> okay, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs>
4: shall, shall I roll sneak attack damage? Um,
3: definitely didn't see it coming. <laughs> yep. Cherish has keen mind. Fuck (laughs) off. It's dire, Bear
0: (laughs) Judah. Was like, Oh, we're bad at this. (laughs)
5: Oh, God. Because I was about to be like, Um,
3: this is a fake Judah. He doesn't know the fucking password. (laughs) 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 I really need to cut my hair, like, real soon. Um. Mm.
4: Sorry, sorry. Oh, to, so we should make a new the password
2: now that we've that we've all said it out loud. Said it, We should make it a new password. Yeah.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> all okay. right, let's make it owlbear this Pen-lock.
3: time. Hemlock. <laughs> no,
4: <I don't> no. <laughs> I vote for chicken wing.
3: You know what? That's pretty yeah. good.
5: Let's chicken do wing. it. Oh, chicken yeah. Wing.
4: Chicken mm-hmm. wing. Mm-hmm. Never see it coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What were we talking about?
2: <laughs> the plan to close oh, the rift.
4: Right. Yes.
2: And and that. the whole abyss and hell thing. Yeah.
5: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
4: Uh, so it sounds like we all need to have a sit down with our good, good friend, Valor, so that we fully understand...
5: What's happening?
2: The other half of that is... I think the resources of all three parties, all three factions are misused if they're completely uh, separate from each other. And if the Guardian Guilds have been running interference, I'm sure that sort of helps the problem, but we should also talk to the Scaled Council.
3: Yeah, it also diverts their attention away from the problem at hand. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm not actually too
2: miffed about that part. Never mind. That's... (laughs) I do think that the three forces concentrated in some way will never get them to ally themselves with fiends. It's just just not going to happen. But some sort of core structure that all three efforts can be as one. As it were.
4: Uh, Tirza, you would know better than anyone here. How likely do you think that would be? And and I'm not shooting down any ideas. I just want to know what we're walking into.
2: It would take a minor miracle, I'd say.
4: Well, good thing we deal
3: with minor miracles. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Judah will look to you, Tirza, and say if anyone can talk some sense into them, I think it is you, Tirza. <laughs> I mean,
6: I can I can have a go at it. I don't think it's gonna Yes, or Grawl but... could do it. I'm sure <laughs> yeah. that will, will, will I
2: draw. do it. I think I think Grawl actually is probably the... That just don't show them the creepy moth arm and you're good.
1: I mean, the moth arm's not there right now. Right? Moth arm's only correct. You you you, you, yeah. you shed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you were grossed out by it. Gross. Yeah. It's, it's perfect. See? See? It's like removing a cast. Yeah.
0: <laughs> or a scab. Uh, <laughs> or an arm size
4: scab. <laughs>
6: <laughs> arm scab. Ugh. Uh. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. There's no. Uh. No bug arm.
0: Well, I think that uh, settles that then. Uh... Just to be clear, I do not believe Grawl should be the one to. speak Yeah.
3: N- to. N- I don't think I, any of
6: no, us. Okay. Do. okay. I. I don't think I should be the one <clears throat> speaking. Like.
5: Relax.
2: not ever sometimes he says very wise things
6: yeah i'm sometimes. I'm due for one a <laughs> little bit was it blue gulch this last time oh that was probably far too <laughs> soon probably <laughs> much much farther back than that oh okay right
2: anyways a,
5: thir- a,
6: a, bro- a
2: broken clock is right twice a day and all that <laughs> yeah
0: As you're having this conversation, and there are definitely some people nearby who are kind of, like, leaning in close and trying to get a an eyeful and maybe a little bit of an earful of the Threadless, Camion is shooting people some dirty looks and warding folks away with just their stare.
3: Did they hear the password?
0: You don't know. It might not be secure.
3: We have to make a different password later.
6: <laughs> Chicken leg?
3: <laughs> yeah but it'll have to be different than that, too. Because we have to do it in a place that isn't here.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, good good luck to everyone trying to listen in to this incoherent conversation.
0: (laughs) Good. As you're coming up with your new password, and the mess hall is definitely emptying out, as you're approaching one. And folks are not necessarily here for meals right now, though the people who are here are kind of here to get an eyeful of you all. Mm
6: -hmm. Who could blame them? I'm a luxury
3: if you can afford.
0: At a certain point, though, a figure will come in through the tent flap. They are small, not Uh. halfling or gnome-sized, like a a young person who hasn't quite made it through their growth to maturity just yet. They're wearing brown, sandy robes trimmed with green and purple, and they're carrying uh, in one arm... It looks like kind of a a small statue of some kind. It appears to be some kind of strange helix of snakes uh, that becomes an even smaller helix as one of the snakes has three heads and twists above the other two. Um, And it it rests on a base that is mm, like two fists put together sized. It's a statuette. Um, but it's just something kind of cumbersome and awkward to carry. Um, and they will come and look around. They've got, uh, kind of tan skin, uh, with, uh, some dark dirt caked, like just on one cheek. They've got, uh, light freckles splashed across their face and their nose, sandy hair and a a look of concern and uh fear on their face as they're coming through the, the flap of the tent, kind of like staring around. And all of you would immediately recognize the, the robes of a Jarashir initiate. And
2: three, on my perception, so I'm assuming my back is to this person. Yeah. I do not notice him coming. <laughs> Damn it.
4: <laughs> I elbow you. And tears of you.
0: <laughs> you you are cajoled by your friends to turn around and as you do you see this young initiate who you do not recognize this person, but you recognize the item they carry. So you, you would know this person's name um as Benoni Right Seeker. Enters the flap and catches your eye, their expression will go wide with surprise and then fill with a, a light of happiness that is a rare sight indeed here in the war camp near Amberfell. And as they shout, Tears the Cloak Bear! I'm, mm, ah, and kind of descend in volume uh, as <laughs> they start shouting and realize what they're doing halfway through uh they will kind of look down and shake their head and uh, then clutch at the statue a little bit more and uh, then turn to it and say, I know, I know, I know. And then they will look back up with a look uh, that's just like, none of you saw that, right?
2: Uh-huh.
4: Nope.
2: Um, didn't, didn't see anything. I'm so sorry, Mike. You said that I... or You were cutting out a little bit.
0: You said that I don't know this person? You've never met this person. You know of them. Hmm.
2: Um. Yeah. Tirzo is, like... Uh. Uh. On her feet. Immediately. Um.
0: Cause yeah, this person... and I will
2: like. Oh. I thought yeah, I thought I had met him in Cuthbury before.
0: Maybe very briefly, um. Because correct me yeah, if I'm wrong, as a kid. but uh, 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 maybe as children you once met, but it has been years if you've met this person in the past. Um, yeah. And they, if you, when you did meet, I mean, yeah, you would have known basically most jarashir it's hard not to know everybody but yeah neither of you were auger bearers last time you met
2: nope (laughs) um yeah i will like uh go to my feet and uh immediately like stride over and uh I don't know. Clasp this kid's arm. This boy sure is 14. I love it.
0: Yeah, and uh um he will stare at you as you approach in this shining scale male with the big purple cloak and the shield near back and the quiver full of weapons riding there as well. Uh and he his eyes will go from joy to concern to confusion as you approach
2: uh, right seeker final auger bringer of end of days uh well met
0: C-clo- what's wrong cloak bearer you you were
3: <laughs> you... She walked into God's house. Right. Right. <laughs> Look. Right.
2: Uh, it's a long and uh, joyous story. I will be more than happy to. I was changed by the great God Andranjini. I know it's very confusing, but. Um, oh, just going right into it. All right.
0: Yeah. The changemaker yeah. has given yeah. <laughs> you his blessing. No, this is wonderful news. Yeah. Blessed it was be. pretty great. <laughs> Word of your coming has spread quickly. I, I was hoping to get here before the others. I suppose I have.
2: You did. Oh wait, the the others so the rest of the the auger bound are coming oh. here.
0: Yes, right now. And I think it is there that we're gonna take our break. <laughs> and when we're back, what? the auger bearers are coming.
3: Oh no. I I lean over to sit and I'm like, and how many of those are there again? <laughs>
0: Hello, my name is Stormpiercer. I was hoping I could talk with- No? All right. Oh, you. Hello. Yes. Hi. My name is Stormpiercer. I I was hoping if you would- No. All right. Yes. Oh, yes. Hello. Greetings. My name is Stormpiercer. I am the sword at this young half-elf's hip, and I was just wondering if you had a moment to- No? All right. Okay. Pardon me. If you could just- If I could just- Would you be willing to- if I could just... Hmm... There are no other forge-bound items willing to speak with me. What a conundrum! <sighs> Perhaps if you actually had something to say... Yes, indeed. Thank you, Maz. I will ruminate on this subject and think of a topic upon which to speak that will lure in others into conversation. Yes, that's precisely what I meant. And welcome back to material components. When last we left our heroes, they had arrived at the war front and had a brief but awkward conversation with their good, good friend Valor, and then uh, made a splash as Tears, a cloak performed a just a just a tiny little miracle in the middle of this war camp, uh, healing the sick and returning them to the fight. As the word of this. Uh, Hey, I didn't
2: cure any lepers or blindness.
0: No, you just (laughs) cured lacerations and demon wounds. No big deal.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Sneezes in the house.
0: But yes, after... uh, It's all in a day's work. (laughs) After letting Sneezes take the shield, you had... uh, come to the realization that word of your deeds has spread quite quickly when another auger bearer, a member of the Jarashir, and the last of the auger bearers, the last of the twelve, to have bonded with their forge-bound items, that is, Benoni Rite-seeker, who had been bonded with a a small statuette depicting the gods in Triplicate, has found you, and has informed you that the other auger bearers... Are they a common? I
2: think we ended with Tirza's like great, awesome. Um, I think Tirza will like look back at the table, uh, where everyone is sitting still and just um. I don't know if I need to do a performance role to be like, hey guys, help! Can you, can? Hey! I don't That's know. What's happening? Uh, Help me.
3: Parish is trying to make herself look as small as possible. That's probably fair. You cast
4: reduced person.
3: I wish I could. <laughs> Girl, can you turn me invisible?
6: Yeah, I can do that. Would you would you want to be invisible right now? because everyone's going to see the purple tiefling disappear. That's kind of a little suspicious, just saying. So.
0: Right now, it's just Bononi. It who's, like I said, a small, sandy-haired 14-year-old who has wandered in uh, and has confronted Tirza. Tirza turns to the rest of you with a... Correct me if I'm wrong, Olivia, but panicked look on her mm-hmm. face.
2: Uh, It's um, less, I, yeah, I don't know, it's it's less panic and more just like, I don't know, when you're hanging out with your friends and all of a sudden you find out your whole family's showing up? I don't know <laughs> what that emotion is. Um, probably panic.
6: <laughs> I mean, Tears is the one looks like probably wants to be the most invisible. I, I don't know, I, 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 I have a mountain of chicken bones you could probably hide behind. There's also a uh,
4: magic hat that you currently have.
6: Oh,
3: we could cut your
4: hair. We could cut your hair, they will.
3: The thing I'm concerned about is that Tirza just sort of knows that I'm a fiend. Um, So what's stopping the rest of them?
5: Well,
6: there's a bunch of, like, Fiends out fighting for us. I, I, I don't know. I think just, just walk it off.
0: And uh, you, as you're having this can conversation, I, you can see the the sandy-haired fourteen-year-old who is standing behind tears, kind of like leaning to the side and listening, and growing more concerned as this conversation goes on.
6: I, I mean, the other thing and is they're going it, to detect that you're it, here it and you're turns, invisible. Yeah. they're, they're going to freak out. So I think making you invisible yeah. right now is going to freak them out even.
3: I'm just going to stand. I'm just going to stay very still.
6: Mm-hmm. I mean, you could stand next to stand next to me and we'd do like a cool high five when they walk it. Just going to stand. Be able to tell that you're just a normal. Tears of tears kind of lean
2: in of front Fallon. of Benoni. Uh, and say, uh, so wait, uh, are they, I should go out to receive them. We should go out to receive them. Okay. And we'll walk out of the, if you, <laughs> you guys aren't going to help me fine and I'll leave. <laughs> right. no,
6: did you want my help? Do you really it's want my help?
3: help? Yeah, yeah. Do you really want my oh, help?
2: Didn't. No, <laughs> not out loud.
4: That's just. Yeah. Okay. Process. Just right All right. All right. And then after tears of leaves and just like, you know what, like when, when you meet or when you see a bunch of people who you haven't met, but your friend has met, but nobody's been introduced to anybody.
5: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm,
4: mm -hmm. Yeah.
6: Actually, no, I don't. You guys are my only friends. So I have no idea what that is actually.
0: Okay. And Camion will say, weirdly enough, same.
6: Hey.
4: all right they get it they get it i i was just tears of wants us did you want to i'm
6: i don't know i i was getting a lot of weird signals yeah it was layered with subtext really just a lot it was thick just laid it on pretty heavy
0: all right well judo will solemnly stand up and simply say our friend needs our support.
6: Right, right, right. The support, do they Do they need our support right this second? Or yes. do we want to give yes. them a ten count? Okay.
3: Okay, but like, if anyone shoots lightning at me, I'm going to be pissed. And Cherish will get yeah. up and walk outside.
1: <laughs> do I still have some chicken wings left?
0: No, um, you ate the wall. Damn all. it! Uh, Take
3: one, I don't, one last I, bite of my potato salad. Uh, Go off there.
2: Damn it. Uh, as soon as I get outside, I will whistle for Carrie.
0: She will just trot up seemingly out of nowhere. I'll be damned if
2: I'm not going to have my...
0: <laughs> and Benoni will like, wide-eyed stare at this celestial reindeer that walks up and we'll just, like, look to the reindeer, look to you and say, it's clearly a lot has happened to you, Cloakbearer.
2: Oh. Yes. Um, Benoni, this is, uh, Karenitas, but uh, we just all kind of call her Carrie. And
0: Benoni will walk up and place both hands in the statuette and sort of bow towards the reindeer and say, Karenitas, tis an honor. And the reindeer will, with like one hoof pulled up, kind of bow ever so slightly well- towards the young man. And they'll tuck the statuette back underneath his arm and sort of reach up a hand and then look towards you with a look of, Mm -hmm. like, is this okay?
2: Oh, you'll have to ask her. It's fine with me.
0: And as he looks back you see Carrie just kind of lean into his hand (laughs) with the side of her neck. He'll go, oh, she's cool to the touch
2: yeah she's really something
0: I have of course read the stories about celestial mounts choosing their partners and uh, certain rituals being available to You've clearly grown much in the time you have uh, been away.
2: Well, a lot has happened. Um, I wonder if Genie and their wisdom did not know that I would need to change significantly to deal with it.
0: I am sure that the wisdom of Shamaran guided the decision regardless. The gods and triplicate work in unison in these things guiding our fates, do they not? And you would know that that's like uh, a very naive of way of looking at it, but yes,
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chira sure steps out of the it's tent, a... of like, haha, ha, yeah, yeah. But Ozida Haka seems to be kind of doing his own thing. Am I right? No.
2: <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna say, oh, but Ozida Haka hates her. <laughs> uh, oh no, no. Jesus. We step, we
4: obviously um, step out of the tent, and it's like, all right, when's this cult showing up? <laughs> Who brought oh, the Kool-Aid? God, please
3: don't. <laughs> hey Tears, are your crazy folks here yet, or what?
4: Should I put away the Should I put away the bomb uh, now? Should I hide that?
3: Man, I hope they're not all as wacky <laughs> as Rashad. Am I right? <laughs> <Oof>. That guy.
2: <laughs> please say that. This is the this is the when your parents call when you're at a party yeah. and <laughs> somebody in the background on. is like put, put your...
5: <laughs> stupid. Come back to bed. Yeah,
4: That's that the bullshit. Joint. Yeah.
5: Mm.
2: Oh, maybe you guys can not wait in the mess hall tent. <laughs> um
4: No, we are here uh, to support you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> support.
2: Uh, they they're both Benoni and Tirza, I'm assuming, are like, kind of have a hand on, on Carrie, and she'll look at him really seriously and say, um, have you, uh, did Shikar mention, um, our last meeting? I ran into him in Blue Gulch.
0: I heard tell of this, uh... On traveling southward, I have not had a chance to speak with Shakar since coming here. I only arrived very recently. The other auger-bearers have spent much of their time out fighting the demon tide. I have... well, I, I don't have their kind of experience, and I've mostly been staying behind with Sedna.
2: Um, can I, it, it, does he seem, like, Did by that, or, I don't know, the way you said that made me,
0: give me an insight roll,
2: yeah, Mike, hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah,
6: roll it
2: game is this is a game based on dice rolls or whatever <laughs> um that's a 12
0: he seems as though there is a healthy amount of fear in this boy and you get the sense that he is very unsure about his purpose here
2: Cheers to that, my young friend. Um, she will kind of, um, yeah, she'll just nod and say, That's hopefully for the best. Uh, there are many. Skills we can provide in service to the people. Varied ones. Combat is not always the best choice for all of us.
0: Of course, and as we are not all cut out to become members of the Thunder God as you are,
2: Right. Is... Um... She'll actually perk up at that. Um... Do you... Do you... I know you said you just arrived recently, but do you know of someone here called Neta? Someone from Utbari. A Thunderguard.
0: Oh... I... Well, I know she stood before the Scaled Council some time ago, and there was some... um, discussion about her involvement with you. I... You... She has been... Relieved of her duties as a member of the Thunder Guard. That was the last I heard of it, and I am not even sure if I was supposed to have heard that.
2: Is she? Is she here, still?
0: This was over a month ago. Before the scaled council had arrived here, and Tirza, you were told this. Was I? When Netta told you this when before you left her uh, in Stormhaven?
2: Oh, oh, oh! I'm so sorry. Right. Um. I just. She said she was potentially going to make her way down here so I, I guess I right. assumed she had come to
0: yeah that you do not know all you know is that she was yep. stripped of her position among the Thunderguard
2: right I did know about that okay Uh, sorry so much happens that's true <laughs> Um, it just keeps happening it just keeps happening Right, yes. Um, thank you. I I sort of thought she might be down here, but maybe it's for the best if yeah, she's not.
0: There are a lot of people down here. If she is, perhaps I have not seen her. Admittedly, if she has right, not passed through our camp, then... I do not know where she may be. But I I did not come here simply to to get here ahead of everyone. I, I did do that, but I I need to speak with you if I can before they come to greet you.
2: of course uh, I say what you must say
0: I am concerned about some of the other auger bearers
2: uh, do you mean
0: you mentioned shikar not too long ago i there are a group of them they are constantly out fighting the demons and that is good and right and they they fight the righteous fight but they they do not return from the front They come back now, I think, because they heard of your coming or knew of it somehow. They had returned only yesterday, but before then they had not be- been seen in weeks. Ch- ones, Shikar, Buto, Eleka, Ritu.
2: Um, Mike, would I have to roll a religion check to know about the associations of the various, um, uh, items with, I don't know, can I put together a pattern in what these four have in common? Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Do I need to make a religion check?
0: (laughs) Boota the Herald. Who carries the banner that is graced with the flames of Dahaka? Shikar the Binder, who bears the manacles, the bound fury of Azidahaka, Alaka Tempest Blade, who bears the great sword, the cleaving fury of Dahaka, and Ritu Longsight, who carries the great bow, the thunderous ruin that comes from nowhere, of Ozzy to Haka.
4: Coincidence, I'm yeah. sure.
3: <laughs> yeah.
4: Probably, probably.
5: They're probably just it? all
3: really good friends.
6: Yeah. I'm all part of the same bowling team.
3: Yeah,
2: when, uh, dur- during, uh, I was re listening to the H Team episode as I was walking home, uh, after it was posted, and I went, wait a second, I know all four of those people. <laughs> Um. Have has there been any word of uh, of where they've gone? I I assume the answer is no. If you are asking me privately,
0: they have been fighting the demons, of course, uh, out in the swamps. It is just, I saw. It is something in their eyes. I saw them return yesterday. I don't... I don't know what it is.
2: It... It's alright. Thank you for coming to me with this. I think it best you keep it to yourself, not because... I think you might be wrong, but because I think you might be onto something.
0: I. I do not wish to speak ill of other Augur Bearers. I am the youngest. I. But you have been away for so long so i do not think you do not know what the council has been saying about what is to come and the the words of the gods in triplicate they are coming true not five days ago when we saw a vision of the whole valley saw a vision of azi dahaka They say the end times are coming, and right. I fear that some of the auger bearers wish to hasten that approach. I don't want the storm wall to fall. I don't think I'm ready.
2: I... um there's like a uh, an intake of breath and a straightening of spine and uh, potentially the pull of Sadagar around her shoulders. Um, and it says you are auger bound. You are ready for whatever may come. Truth be told, I... I think there are forces at work that in, kept from us, and I don't want the Stormwall to fall until I've figured out what they are. And hopefully you can help me, Benoni. I-
0: I... of course... Anything I can... I, of course, cloak Cloakbearer. But what the Scaled Council's right. been saying, it's just... If it's happening so soon, and... And now you are here, and there was the sign in the skies... It's all happening so fast.
2: I mm. I wish I had a quote of scripture that I could say that might help I never really had a head for the Verses. And I think... ...what we need right now is to just know... ...ourselves, that... ...words can't comfort us, we can only comfort each other. I'm gonna do my best to... I don't know that we can stop the falling of the storm wall, but I'm going to do my best to protect the people of this valley, to protect the people I care about, and the people I've pledged myself to you, too. And that's... that's all we can do. And I'm sorry that burden has been placed on your shoulders as well. So what exactly has the skilled council been saying?
0: They have been. And as you get to this part of the conversation, the rest of you are sort of filing out of the mess tent with Judah in the lead. This conversation's happening a little bit distant, so you can give Tears some distance, but you're at least outside. Bandoni, who's going to tilt their head and kind of lean so that you think they're listening to their statue, and he'll nod slowly, and then look back up to you and say, Ketzegar says that... Well, he doesn't say, it's kind of a feeling... They agree with you, and it's, um, I, the skilled council, right, they've been saying, and as soon as he begins to speak of that, you all hear trumpets in the near distance. Loud, blaring, trumpeting, brass horns. Who's that? Hmm. And people start running and shouting. And you hear voices rise up from the voices of Guardian Guild members as people scream and say, Attack on the road! Oh, uh, yes, finally some action. Let's Do it. All right, everyone. Do your stretches. Let's go. The word demon is screamed.
3: Yeah, cherish. Sp- start sprinting.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Uh. Uh. It's probably unnoticeable because you guys are already running, but like all the tension goes out of Tears' body. Like, oh, thank God! And then she fucking follows. <laughs> oh, good <laughs>
3: demon. need Less- cool. a Holy shit! <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> that
4: could have been so much worse.
2: <laughs> Only punch. No, no talk. Only punch. <laughs>
0: Benoni, who does not have a weapon, who is a 14-year-old boy, who is Whoa. in way over his head, is going to stand, staring, a little transfixed, as the group of you pull together and begin charging away from the tent towards the front. And Tirza, you would notice him standing Whistle behind. Whistle
2: for Carrie to follow.
0: I don't know if you have a res- Oh, sorry? you would notice Benoni, like, standing still and kind of frozen in place as you're all charging away.
2: Oh. Oh, god. Damn it. Um, I'll I'll stop and go back to him and, like, make sure that he can I, like, hand him off to a Guardian Guild member and be like, can you...
0: Deal with this.
1: Like you pick him up underneath his armpits and it's like, this, this is for you. Here, <laughs> just... like a cat. It's like
0: there's a member of the Haven Guard passing by who's a a, a camp guard, and you pull them aside, and uh, you basically shove Bononi towards them. Say, watch this kid. I don't know.
2: Um. Yeah. Just like. Benoni, if there's a, an attack, I, I need to go help. You stay... You said the other auger bearers are on their way. Just stay put until they're here. Uh, listen to this guy. I don't know if it's a guy. Listen to this guard. Listen to this policeman. Okay. Don't die, please. <laughs>
0: Running towards the front, none of you have been towards this side of the campsite yet. You basically remain towards the center and rear of the Guardian Guild camps at this point. Moving towards the front, you are struck by the fortifications before you even reach the fighting. Though you can hear it before you see it. There are lines of excavated trenches lined with sharpened stakes that have been crafted from the wood in such a way that is reminiscent of the songsmithing of elves but towards a deadlier purpose you're passing by these broad lines of trenches that begin filling with members of the guardian guilds you see emplacements placements at certain locations where Bark watch members are dipping arrows in co- coated oil that so they can then light on fire. You see that certain uh, members of the, the edge masons are beginning to plant their huge two-handed weapons in the ground and staring down with like looks of fixed concentration and the earthworks themselves will begin to rise up, slowly becoming a bulwark as though they're molding the earth itself. You will see lock wardens, seemingly coming from locations you didn't even know were really there, wells. You'll see members of the lock wardens, sea elves and tritons and other semi-aquatic creatures, Uh, some shaggier-looking river halflings crawling up out of these watery places and beginning to channel water up out of these cisterns and to fill some of these uh deep trenches and as you move towards the front of these fortifications there are three separate lines that you're kind of moving your way through and you can see huge explosions rocking the fighting just beyond the camp down the road To the north and west you see the line of infernal fortifications, but the fighting is happening right here, right now. The devils aren't a part of this. You're not sure if this is unusual or if this is a normal occurrence, but people are shouting and screaming and there is the sound of steel clattering against steel, the rattle of plate mail and chain mail, and the screaming howls of demons. And as you watch, you see this huge, enormous creature buck backwards away down the road. It looks like some kind of combination of mole and alligator. Its mouth starts beneath a large, broad snout that is just writhing with tentacles. And as it leans back, its jaw opening up like some huge, hinged apparatus, its... Bottom mandible will split in half, and a huge tongue that splits into two will writhe outward, and demons will just come swarming up out of its maw. You see these low, hunched creatures. That's a- yes, mm-hmm. I was just
2: gonna say that's a bad one. Yeah, Right, told me like, <laughs> that's a bad one. Uh-huh.
0: Low-hunched creatures are the the primary number that comes spilling out, and there are dozens of them. They are these rough-looking, almost dog-ish, possum-ish-looking creatures with low-hunched bodies with uh, reverse-jointed knees. And when I say reverse-jointed knees, I mean reverse-jointed knees. Their knees bend backwards away from their bodies. And you can see that there are two sets of eyes uh, on either side of their head. Four eyes total, but almost never with the same number on either side. It's usually like one and three or four all on one side. Or, uh, yeah, sometimes there's two and two. You get lucky sometimes. Um, But (laughs) symmetry is not something that these things are precisely Those uh, Those ones are the runts. (laughs) Yeah. And you can see to either side of their mandibles where you'd think would be like one partition opening. There are two on either side moving independently of each other beneath either sets of eyes.
6: Mm -mm. Not a fan.
0: They've got these long arms that come down in front of their weird hunched bodies and each of their arms ends in, uh, usually it's two. Sometimes it's just one long, sinuous tentacle that ends in, like, a a cruel, hooked-looking claw. And tons of these things are just pouring out of this larger demon's maw. It's like it's vomiting up just this tide of demons. And atop those are these buzzing, horrible, giant... I mean, I say giant, but they are the size of large dogs, small horses... Uh, what look like mosquitoes of some kind with these long pointed beak-like protrusions that end in like a wood chipper kind of grinding maw. They too have lots of eyes in odd places along their head, generally Mm -hmm. in mismatched numbers to either side of their protruding head. And uh, they have weird segmented tentacles dangling down from their uh, carapist bodies, usually that end in some kind of pronged, dangling thing. Uh, appendage is the word I was looking for. Uh, and they start swarming around in the air above the the horrible low, dog-like creatures that are whelming up out of this thing. And you see that it's just belching these demons out over the fortifications. So it's just spraying uh, (laughs) projectile-vomiting demons out up and into the fortifications. So they're landing behind the lines that have been set up there. So even as you're running, you've made your way to the edge of the last line of fortifications when a spray of these demons come falling down out of the sky, or staying up in the sky in the case of the flying ones. I think you have one to roll initiative. Yeah, burn it all down!
1: Burn it all down!
0: Uh, Not was fire, though.
1: On fire. (sighs) Okay,
4: okay, okay. Uh, Do we get Mm. tears as bonus to initiative? You—that's a good
3: question.
1: I sure hope so.
3: What Uh, is that again? Plus
4: two? No, it's at least three, three
1: or four.
2: Uh, No, it's plus four. Yeah, it's plus my proficiency, which is four.
1: Well, two isn't wrong. It's just only half right.
0: (laughs) That would be...
3: Sure.
0: It's a a math thing. It's a math thing, right. Mm -hmm.
3: I might be going second this time.
1: Ooh. I will not be going second.
0: 25 to 20?
1: 26.
3: 24. (laughs) Nice.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Second was not wrong. (laughs)
0: Fifteen to twenty. Cool, 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 and good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Ten to fifteen. Eleven. Eleven for Grawl. Okay. Five to ten.
3: Yeah, I guess when Olivia raised her hand for fifteen to twenty, everyone's gone.
0: Oh, Olivia, I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. Seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. Oh, okay. oh,
3: I'm sorry. No, I didn't
0: hear it either. Huh?
3: I like caught the tail end of you raising your hand. I maybe so. muted.
0: Yeah.
2: Okay. Uh, muted myself because my
1: your hand raising was too loud. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Tears a crawl.
0: And came and Demons and Judah are somewhere in there as well. As well Um, as Guardian Guild members. So, as you find yourselves at the back of this fortification, there is a wide trench to either side of you. There is a split in the trench directly in front of you that is about ten to five feet wide, depending on where you're at, um, that proceeds down the road. But the trench itself has already been filled with water to either side of you, and the spikes that are pointing towards where this giant demon is vomiting up little demons seems to have had no effect when the big demon could just vomit straight over these fortifications. So there is a series of splooshing sounds as demons are raining down into the water, but a few of them are landing with horrible rolling grace coming up, their tentacly arms kind of writhing in front of them, their two sets of mouths snapping inordinately. Each of them has a weird, dissonant voice that comes out of uh, either side of its head at differing times, and each of them seem to be almost chattering to themselves in two separate voices. Hmm. And as they land, I need everyone to give me Constitution saving throws.
5: Please, please, bloom. <sighs>
4: Oh Ah. boy. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come
2: on. Pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. You guys also get your plus two bonuses from me.
6: me. Great.
4: Awesome. Very good. Okay. (sighs) I
5: got
4: a twenty five. Oh, very nice uh 17 for me
2: 12
0: 9 19 for Tirza
2: 19 for me
0: okay the only one who failed that was Camion cool um <laughs> <laughs> As these demons land, they, like I said, are chattering amongst themselves, but they start to shiver and shake, and you see these little plumes of horrific gas kind of shaking out of these things' dandery fur uh, that you now see is like this matted, horrible, algaeish green. Yuck. And you get a whiff of these things as they're in your midst, and they what? smell bad. To the point where Camion is starting to retch a little bit. Oh, uh, that brings us at to the top with Sid. Sid, there we'll are see. probably 12 of these things within close proximity, one of which at least is within 10 feet of you.
4: All uh, right, well, let's. Uh, I'm going to use my bonus action to uh, split Storm Piercer, uh, and I'm going to leap into it. Okay. Oh, yeah. suppose I'm not...
0: uh... That's okay. There's 12 of them? There are 12 of them within about 50 feet. There is one at least within striking, like, 10 feet of you.
4: Do I get the impression that I would be...
0: Well, obviously we're all being swarmed, but, like... Mm -hmm and there are two of the flying ones within close proximity above you. Okay.
4: Um, I am going to... I am going to... Uh, we're, are we all st- standing in a, in proximity with one another? Yes, or we so wouldn't
0: have gotten Tears as bonuses.
4: I am going to um, use my action... Uh, to take a defensive maneuver and prepare for
0: the worst. Okay, so you're taking the dodge action. Yeah. Okay, that will bring us to cherish.
3: All right. Uh, how far away is the um, the demon, v- the the vehicle for all of these smaller demons, <laughs> the cat uh, bus,
0: if you will. <laughs> that's a horrific but semi-accurate way of putting it. Um. You would say that is about 100 feet away from you, up the road and through three lines of fortifications.
3: Perfect. I am going to use my bonus action to activate my chromatic state. Okay. Let me fill out all of these. And I am going to cast cloud kill um, on that. And I'm going to yell as loud as I possibly can. I can't exactly control this once it's cast, so stay out of the big purple thing.
0: And literally no one can hear you because that's, there's the sound of a war happening. I know, oh. that's
3: why I said I'd yell as loud as possible. But hopefully the big purple thing looks bad because it's made of acid. Which it is. Um, I'm going to cast cloud kill and change its, uh, damage type to acid, uh, and I'm going to cast it, the sphere centered on, well, perhaps maybe on the head of the thing that is spewing all of these smaller demons. Mm. Okay. The cat bus. The cat bus, if you will. If you will. Um. Uh, so, let's see. So since it is technically entering the spell's area for the first time or does the damage happen on its turn, not mine?
0: Um, read me Cloudkill.
3: When a creature enters the spell's area for the first time on a turn or starts
0: its turn there. Mm, I would say yeah, as you're casting it, it is entering the space of the spell. Yeah.
3: Okay. Oh yeah, wow, that sucks, doesn't it?
0: Yes uh for our listeners I just sent everyone a picture of the creature that vomits.
3: I hate that. Oh. Yeah.
0: And I, I hate
3: one. it. Oh, I hate it so much.
0: Demons suck y'all.
3: They're the worst. Um so it's going to it needs to make a constitution oh, yeah. and grow against my spell uh,
0: you said constitution? Yes. <laughs> okay. Let's see, it rolled a nine, so that means a twenty one.
3: Yeah, that makes it. <laughs> Five. Uh,
0: that's
3: uh well, that's not a great spread, but um okay. So eight acid damage.
0: Okay. Uh, At least that hurts it. It writhes around a little bit in the acid damage, and you see it kind of like rear back, getting its snoot up out of the cloud, and disgorging another little burst of those horrible (laughs) mosquito things. Are you moving at all? Staying where you are, Cherish?
3: Uh, I am going to stay where I
0: am. Okay, sounds good. That will bring us to Camion, who is poisoned. They hmm. Hunter's mark is not super useful right now. Because there are nope. target-rich environment. Um but you know what does sound pretty good is a hail of thorns, I think. That is Oh, damn. Yeah. I mean, it's not a huge range, but they can. They are going to cast Hail of Thorns at the area centered uh, just in the middle of the fortifications. So, blocking off the entrance and catching at least one of these demons inside the Hail of Thorns. They're going to cast this at. Mm, let's call it second level, because that's fun. And they. Are going to do that, and everyone in there needs to make dexterity saving throws. Let's see. Ooh, one of them makes it with a plum, but one of them does not. And that is going to be three d10 arrow damage for them. Cool. So you see one of those horrible, weird, uh, doggish demons go down in this hail of arrows, and what you see is Camion driving an arrow into the soil. Their bow held perpendicular to it they'll say a few words grab the arrow up out of the soil point it up and shoot and you see the arrow disappear through a tiny miniature hole just in front of their bow the arrow vanishes then a much larger hole will appear above their cordoned area and multiple arrows come raining down out of the hole and they continue to come down uh, in what one might call a hail of thorns Hmm. Cool, <gasps> cool. And that will bring us to Tirza
2: <laughs> How much movement would it take to get me to the um opening of said fortification? Like, basically, where Camion just ten feet shot
0: yeah we're very close
2: oh okay sorry i missed that part um then i would like to just run in there and whap somebody i'd love to do that
0: okay yeah absolutely um uh
2: with I'm going to use the mace. Oh, that's a 23. That'll, I'm assuming that hits. That will hit. Um, I'm going to add a little divines at first level
0: as well. I don't know if this makes a difference, but these are, of course, fiends.
2: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um... I had sort of assumed. (laughs) Uh, That is 10 radiant damage. And... Boop-ba-da-boop. Seven bludgeoning.
0: All right. Magical bludgeoning. There's a burst of radiant light as you smash your mace into this thing with strange numbers of eyes and multiple mouths. And again, it's horrible chattering voice is seemingly shouting at itself in kind and of a, a mock conversation as you're coming at it
2: and i'm so sorry i actually i said oh yes these are fiends i know they didn't roll the extra fiend damage that radiant uh that divine smite does so that's seven extra radiant damage yeah, that's why i, I love being a paladin
0: guys um <laughs> And yeah, the creature it's, is destroyed. It's, like, yeah. its conversation abruptly cut short as the paladin wades in and obliterates it with a burst of radiant light.
2: And if I could uh, whap anybody else in reach, uh,
0: you would have I'll to move that. away from the center location. Past it?
2: Basically.
0: You could run past it, yes.
2: I I guess I just mean like it's it's acting as like a bottleneck, correct?
0: It, it is currently a bottleneck, yes. Uh that Camion is apparently covering okay, with yes. arrows. Uh but if you ran past it, there is a brief no man's land that goes about uh well, first you'd have to pass through the fortifications, which is about fifteen feet, then there's like a ten foot no man's land and then another series of fortifications.
2: okay um then i will actually just uh take up a here at this bottleneck area
0: okay sounds good i'll end my turn that will bring us to grawl so grawl (laughs) the demons surround you
1: um completely surrounded Like, they've got us entirely surrounded, or are they all grouped in like. You have
0: plenty of room to retreat if you so wish. The demons are just spread out in the near proximity of the rear of this defensive perimeter, and there are more bubbling up out of the moat that was created by a combination of Edge Mason skill and Lock Warden ingenuity.
1: Okay. What I'm trying to figure out is can I. How many could I fit in, say, a 20 foot sphere without hitting any of us? None okay, so they've got <laughs> like so they have an uh us like surrounded enough to where like I can't hit any of them it, they're just really they're, spread out
0: they're just really spread out, and it would be difficult to they're catch any place. number of them and nobody else
1: okay, okay, fine, and in that case, I'm just going to uh uh how close is the nearest one to me ten feet ten feet cool uh he's going to get a a fun thing called a great sword to the face. If I roll okay. well enough, I believe in you. I believe in me, too. It's my dice that don't <laughs> believe in me. Nor I them. Because uh, that's a uh, nine. That is a 16. To
0: That'll hit. definitely hit. Great. Uh-huh. Cool. And this creature so, really only comes up to about your stomach. All of these creatures aren't particularly big, but there's just a lot of them.
1: Okay. So first attack is D6. Um eleven plus I'm pulling up my character sheet again because it disappeared. should be 11 damage, I believe. 11 total? Yes. Okay. No. Uh no no no. No. Plus 4, 15.
0: Okay. Uh you cleave one of them in twain.
1: Great. Attack oh. 2. <laughs> Is there another one within <laughs> reaching distance from that? Yeah, there?
0: you could rush down the line a little ways or you could like pop over to the edge of the moat and try to stab one that's coming up out of the water. You've got options. Uh water boy okay you have advantage because it is currently in water excellent
1: um okay advantage just in case uh well damn it if it was cursed it this would be a crit but I don't <laughs> think I wanna yeah um yeah so that's a 19 plus nine so that's 28 to hit
0: oh yeah Ooh. Ooh.
1: okay uh, so that's if not great that's seven plus four eleven damage
0: okay uh you slash it out this thing it lets out a squeal but it does not die boo as you are all spreading out and beginning to assault demons uh sid you've taken up a defensive position near the rear the Demons will begin boiling up out of the water and around the fortifications, some of them attacking Guardian Guild members. You see at least two of them leap upon an edge mason and begin just tearing at them with their long, stabbing limbs and multiple mouths, uh, and he's trying to fend them off with its his huge, uh, great weapon of some kind, but goes down under a pair of these things. In the near distance, the two swooping weird giant mosquitoes will begin buzzing around in circles, looking for the choicest target. And as they glance down, they saw that the effective people fighting are Tirza and Grawl. So each of you is going to have one of these big mosquitoes swoop down and try to take a munch out of you as their horrible Cuisinart proboscis comes straight at you. Oh, thank you and come at me
6: yes come at her not me please
0: <laughs> uh tears that is a 22 to hit yeah i well it rolled very well on that one uh grawl that is only a 14 to hit you no okay neat neat
1: so, so, sorry sorry tears
0: so, Tirza, as you are fighting wow. at the choke point here, one of these large, pony-sized mosquitoes with their dangling, chitinous tentacles are coming down at you. It'll land on you with a thud. You feel the weight of this thing landing on your cloak, and its big, beaky, spinning mouth will jam into your uh, the crack in the armor between your shoulder and neck. Oh, that's a lot of sixes. Um... That is 22 piercing damage.
2: Hey guys, don't get hit by one of these things.
1: <laughs> oh, I didn't. I didn't. I'm good.
0: Not yet. No um... good. And 29 necrotic damage.
4: That's what I was waiting for. Uh, that's what <gasps> I was waiting for. Yep, I think I know
0: what this is. <laughs> fuck, fuck these that's things. That's awesome.
1: It's Mansquito from Sci-Fi Channel.
0: And your maximum hit points is reduced yep. by twenty
4: nine. Yep, yep. That's what I fucking yep. thought. That's what I fucking thought. Oh god, I hate these things.
0: And yeah, it's gonna hang out there and just start draining. Makes sense. That will bring us to the other Littler Demons, which uh, they are going to start a-swarming. I think a couple of them are going to go for Cherish. That is uh, not great, as they come at you with multiple bite attacks, though. Uh, One is for five, it's not going to do it, but does a 15 hit? Yeah.
3: Uh, Yes, but I'm going to use a Maz Point to cast Shield.
0: Okay. Another one of them is coming at you with two bite attacks, though. That is, a highest roll is a 17. No. Because you're still shielded. Yeah. Alright. Um, a couple more of them are coming at Sid, but they all have disadvantage because he took the dodge attack. That's true. Uh, lowest roll in the first bite is a 15. 15 does not hit. Second bite. Low roll is a 13. 13 is not going to hit. Second demon coming at you. Low roll is a nine. Not going to do it. No. And the other one is an 11. Also not going to do it. Great. Cool. Great. Sweet. Sid is a dodging fiend. (sighs) Feels good. Tastes good. Yeah. Grawl, you got demons coming at you.
1: No, I don't. (laughs) It's a lie. Don't say those things to me.
0: Boiling up out of the water. Uh. Two bite attacks as one of them that you just tried to stab is coming at you. Uh, first is for 14. Nope. And 16. Yep. Om nom 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 nom. <laughs> this bite's going to deal two piercing damage.
1: No! Those are <laughs> my two favorite hit points.
0: Oh, that's that's terrible. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. Uh. Uh in I the distance the there is more roaring and screaming. This sort of fighting is happening all over the fortifications here. You see people fighting these smaller demons and a couple of these larger horrible mosquitoes will swoop down every once in a while and you will see one of them swoop down and just drill itself into a member of the bark watch and absolutely <laughs> annihilate uh this person whose body will shrivel like a prune almost instantaneously. In the distance, a whole bunch of demons need to make constitution saving throws as they start their turn in the cloud kill.
3: I was just about to ask that question.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's some really good rolls, though. Um, What's your spell save, DC? It's 15. 15. Okay. A bunch of them make it. Some of them don't. Um, right. Give me a sweet, sweet damage roll and we'll see what happens.
3: Oh, that is a much better spread than last time.
0: And it's still acid damage, yes?
3: Yes. So 28 is the total, so half of that would be 14.
0: Okay. Ouchie. Uh, You don't exactly know the fruits of that labor, because you put the cloud around the the strange vomiting creature, and it seems like it's taken some more damage, but it's not necessarily... It's going to keep going, (laughs) and just belching up more demons
3: trying to make that process cease so <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. uh in the distance you would see it like starting to like going huh, huh, like a like a cat with a hairball and then it'll go huh, and this big gorilla sized creature will come huh, landing in the first <laughs> layer of uh defenses up front And, yeah, you would see that that creature, unlike the one you saw before, has, like, these big, huge tentacles for arms as it lands. They will curl in, like, Nightmare Before Christmas style into horrible, knotted, shillelagh fists of tentacles as it lands and begins just wrecking the front lines. Uh That will bring us to Judah Sunpalm. Who rolled a boy. so bad on his initiative oh, roll da. that oh, he that. is near the bottom, <laughs> even though his initiative is not terrible, considering his dex is so so high. Yeah. Um. He is gonna light up his radiant sunbolt fists, and he is gonna start shooting demons. Yeah. Uh, let's f- see that sweet flurry of blows action. Um. Shooting all them demons. Let's see. That's a plus eight to hit. So that's hit, 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 hit. hit. All hits. Wow. Um. Let's see what his spread is like because this is a d6 plus four for each of these. Oh boy. So that is ten. He takes out a whopping three demons with all of his attacks. Uh. Right next to you, Grawl—the one that you were fighting as it's coming out of the water—is hit by a, a blast of laser from Judah's palms.
6: <laughs> Back in your hole.
0: One of the ones attacking you, Sid, was taken out by this, and a, a third one that was coming up out of the 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 water of the moat is blasted by Judah. Cool. That will bring us to you the Guardian Guild members. They are going to start fighting back against these demons and just do a terrible job. That's a two, a four, a six, an eight, and a ten. <laughs> these guys. <sighs> you see the Guardian Guilds seemingly unprepared for this amount of excessive violence thrown against them are having a tough time establishing a defensive perimeter. And even as you watch, the first line of defenses is beginning to buckle as that horrible vomiting creature is just continuing to spew more demons up. And the big gorilla-like creature with the shillelagh arms is doing some serious damage up there. And the Guardian Guilds are just in a state of brief shock at the sheer amount of violence being thrown at them. Mm. That will bring us back to the top with Sid. How far away is Tirza? Tirza is probably 15 feet away from you. 15 feet, okay. Um,
4: I am currently engaged with one demon, is that correct?
0: There is one that's currently on top of you, yes. Um, yeah, fine. yeah, and you can see that the horrible dog-sized mosquito thing is still on top of Tirza, and there's one hovering near Grawl as well. Top.
4: Yeah, let's start with the one on Tirza. I'm going to run up to that. Could, if I were to run up to that one without disengaging, how many would I get? I I know I'd get an opportunity attack from the one next to me. Would I get any other opportunity attacks from anybody just in between me and Tirza? For
0: general mass combat rules: you'd be provoking one opportunity attack for every 15 feet you move. So yes, one more.
4: So it'd be two. Yes. Um and that would be from from t- these like weird little dog doggos
0: the dretches yes you've actually had these things described to you before uh when camion was describing the the broader conflicts happening down here they described the little ones that there's just a shit ton of are called dretches right um
4: yeah let's i'm going to i'm going to risk it uh i'm going to want to use my bonus action Um, So I'm going to head up to Tirza and try and flank this thing that's attached to her. Okay. Uh, um, So I will take those two opportunity attacks.
0: Okay. Uh, First one's a nine. Probably not going to do it, but the second one's a 21. Yeah, that does it. That one does do it. Comes in with a multi-mouthed bite, and you take four piercing damage. Booyah! All right. I'm nom four. nom nom nom. Hang. On. Oops, we want four damage. Eye
4: right, changes. Cool. All right. Um, and I'm going to want to uh, attack this uh, mosquito feller. Please do. Cool. All right. That is a 15 plus 9, so that'll be a 24. Yeah, it'll do it.
5: Mm, yeah, not too shabby. 10, 15,
4: uh, 20, uh, 25, 28 <laughs> damage.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good.
4: Cool, cool. And now for the offhand.
0: <laughs> Cherish, you are on deck, by the way. Mm-hmm.
4: That is 14 plus 9. That's going to be a 23 to hit. Yeah. Word. That's worse. A lot worse. That's okay. Um, got 12, 14, 15. That would be uh 18 plus just the three, so uh 21 damage for this
0: offhand strike. All right, it looks like it is hurt, and uh, thankfully your strikes darted in and out with quick precision enough to the point where you missed actually stabbing Tirza. So that's good, that is good. Thank you for
2: not doing that.
0: (laughs) No problem. Moving any further, Sid? Staying where you are. I'm going to stay right where I'm at. Sid actually staying to help flank a creature. Crazy. Uh, I know. That will bring us to Cherish.
3: Okay, so at the start of my turn, the cloud kill moves (laughs) 10 feet away from me. That's all it says, so I'm guessing that's up to your discretion.
0: 10 feet away from you specifically? Yes. Ten, ten feet away from you, the start of each of your turns. Rolling across the surface of the ground. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, it begins to roll slowly backwards across the hide of this. I mean, the creature you cast is on is humongous. So it's moving right. from its head across its body. Um, yeah,
3: which was kind of the point.
0: And you think it's probably going to take about, like, four turns to maybe pass through this thing.
3: It's good. It lasts ten minutes, so yeah. <laughs> I've got some time.
0: Uh, but it is also settling down into the, uh, the swamp water nearby on the sides of the road in some ditches. Okay. Um, so yeah, it, it does that.
3: Okay. Uh, I am going to... Let's see. I am going to spend two sorcery points... To make uh, disintegrating ray, which is scorching ray that does acid damage, uh, a bonus action, and I am going to target three dretches.
0: Cool, do it. Maybe let's not Um, call it disintegration ray because that's a different thing.
3: I know, but but disintegration is the spell. About
0: dissolving ray.
3: There we go. Dissolving ray is pretty good. Okay, (laughs) dissolving ray is pretty good. Thank you, Reed. Uh, Where is Archon Ray? It's right here. Okay, so ranged spell attack. So, one dredge. That is a dirty 20. That'll hit. That is. Oh, and I am casting this as a second level spell. And that is eight acid damage.
0: Okay. Still uh,
3: up. Seventeen for another drench. That'll hit. And that is nine acid damage. Okay. And twenty-three for the last one.
0: Yeah, that'll. Damn. Hit.
3: Never had such good attack rolls in my fucking life. And then six acid damage for the last one.
0: So a quick spray um, of these acidic bolts go winding into these dretches, and they uh cackle and writhe. Some of them, it seems like half their voices are taking them and uh screaming in pain and terror, and the other half of their voices are in like rage and gleeful joy at the pain.
3: Um, and then are two of the three are any two of the three dretches I targeted within five feet of each other?
0: Uh, yeah, I'll say two of them are.
3: Okay. I'm gonna cast my new cantrip, Acid Splash. Whee! These uh, so they both moves? Yes, Dexterity saving throws.
0: Dexterity? Sure. Couldn't be. <laughs> Anything else? <laughs> nope. Okay. <laughs> Well, it's also some terrible, terrible rolls. That's a three and two. No, it's not going to do it, <laughs> Yeah, I didn't think so. I didn't think so.
3: So they are both going to take ten acid damage. And
0: they melt.
3: Great. <laughs> All in a day's work for me. Cherish Iron Strike.
0: Camion will definitely turn towards you and say, you weren't kidding about the whole melting thing, I guess. Nope. <laughs> Okay.
3: (laughs) They don't do well with acid. Most things
0: don't.
6: (laughs) I don't want to meet the thing that does do really well against acid. Me
0: neither. (laughs) Uh, That will in fact bring us to Camion, whose uh, countenance has turned to summer with this bright golden skin, their hair becoming a platinum blonde. There's a fierce grin on their face and they will place a hunter's mark on the thing buzzing around Grawl's head, and then they are going to shoot it with arrows. Don't hit me! They're going to try not to, but they make no promises. (laughs) Please? Coming at you with some longbow action! (laughs) That are some terrible rolls, but they have a plus 13 to hit, so that's okay. Great! Um... Thank you archery fighting style uh that is a seventeen which will hit and that is a nineteen that'll hit sweet good times and Hunter's mark adds an extra d six to both of those
5: that is twenty
0: two Plus 14 is... 36. 36. Good job, Kamian.
1: Very good.
0: Ooh, and actually... I think the first one of those also gets an extra D8 force damage because of Planar Warrior nonsense. That's an extra three. Cool. So 39 total. This thing is drilled with a couple of arrows, the first one of which is sheathed in this... Dull glowing force of energy that rips through extraplanar creatures like nobody's business. And that is Camion's turn. That will bring us to Tierza with Grawl on deck.
2: Uh Sid did not completely pop this my uh thing that's on me.
4: I did not, okay. no. These
0: are tough fuckers.
2: Can I, yeah, can I move with it
0: attached? It's not currently, like, attached to you. It's just very, um... It's sticking close, because it wants some of that sweet, sweet people juice. Um... (laughs) But you started your turn next to this thing, and something you've noticed as you've spent a, a few seconds next to this thing is its horrible, shattering wings are buzzing in this low, monotonous drone that's beginning to eat at your mind. I need you to give me a constitution saving throw. Jet.
2: God damn, god damn god damn. Um that's yes.
0: a 10. 10. Not gonna do it. Really bad. Okay. Uh yeah. Um you're not quite sure what the effect is, but it seems to be like gnawing at you in some way. Uh it is really starting to get to you. Um and you suddenly fall unconscious. As you're just like this low buzzing is making you start to feel uh, and then you fall over.
2: Hilarious. I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh okay, I guess that's my
0: turn then. Uh, yes, yes it is. Apologies, tears <laughs>
3: And you zoom time
0: that will bring us to so. Grawl, no. I, no. who is I, also starting their turn right next to I, one of these things.
1: It's a nat twenty.
0: Nat twenty. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. I wish that was an attack roll, but this no. This is good. Tease that well, I get an attack is, roll. <laughs>
0: yeah. This is a. a is it yeah, important? Yeah. You, you you do not immediately fall unconscious, so that's good. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. Um. So uh. This one is within melee range. Oh yeah, it's right on top of you. Great, cool. As a bonus action, I am going to uh, use Hexblade's Curse on this uh, mosquito thingy thing. Please do. Um, Cool. And then as my action, I am going to try and attack
0: it. I like all of those words.
1: Uh, Dang it. That's an 18 uh, plus whatever plus 9 so that's 27. Yeah, right. that'll do it. Okay, so first attack I get a plus so that's 10 plus 6 is 16 damage. Okay. And then attack two uh that is a 17 to hit.
5: That'll hit. Cool.
0: That's 6
1: And that's 18 damage.
0: Oh, Boise. It is looking rough. Uh, But it is a demon, and it don't give a
1: shit. I mean, they already look rough. Like, they're already not good looking.
0: It's true. Uh, Speaking of demons, guess Uh whose turn it is? Uh, Uh So, the one that was right next to Tirza has... Mm, it has a delicious meal on the ground, but there is a stabby boy trying to stab it. So I think it's. Can not eat th- while you're being stabbed? It's true. It really can't. So it's going to turn and try to stab you. Okay. With its All point. right. Okay. That is so close to a natural 20. Ah, oh, but it is not. Boy. <laughs> that would have been so oh, bad.
4: <laughs> boy. Oh, wow.
0: Uh, but. Yeah. It is not a natural 20. It is instead the number that is right next to a natural 20, which is 2. So that means its total is 7. Yeah, nope. Mm -mm. Uh, So Mm -mm. it comes at you with its horrible, blending beak thing and you just, no. No! No! No, no. Back! Uh, The one (laughs) right next to Grawl, who's really looking rough, is gonna fly down and try to get you, and it rolled the same damn thing that's <sighs> a seven. It's not gonna do it. No. Yeah. 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 Yay. Boo. Um. Dretches for everyone. Yeah. Uh, you get a dretch. You yeah. get a dretch. Cherish. A couple of dretches coming at you. Um. All right. Ten's not gonna do it. Eight's not gonna do it. Nope. If I could roll above a ten, that'd be great. Seven and a five aren't gonna do it. So no dretches nope. for. Couple of drenches for Grawl. Hey, there we go. There's a sixteen to hit.
1: Yep. I'd like to use my reaction to make an attack against that. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Please do. (laughs) Um that is an eighteen. Yeah, it'll hit. Cool.
0: Just ten damage. (laughs) Plus the bonus scather stuff yeah um uh,
1: oh i also have advantage on the attack roll oh
0: well might as well (laughs) that didn't help okay (laughs) 10 damage damage you do with special attack you notice uh yes okay uh it takes the hit it hurt but it not dead
1: (sighs) hmm Uh, I raised my middle fingers up for everyone that couldn't see our video chat. Sid, a dirty 20 is gonna hit. That's
0: gonna do it. Does 16 hit? That's not gonna do it. Okay. Oh, and by the way, Grawl, you took 3 piercing damage from that bite. And so does Sid. 3, okay. Uh, The demons seem to be unconcerned with the unconscious paladin, but they are going after Judah. Oh, and one of them gets a natural 20 on Judah. Nice. No. You taking ten, taking some hits. He's
1: a big beef boy. He he should be okay.
0: He is a large boy who is also beef because he's a cow. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yes. Camion (laughs) is going to take at least one hit. That's for three damage for Camion, and then demons at the front. See how they're doing. They're doing okay again, terrible rolls, because I can't roll high, because that is my curse. I have the Wil Um
1: Oh, it'll happen. At the very, very final fight, <laughs> you will destroy us.
0: That's true. I did roll natural 20s when it was very, very uh, fortuitous. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, there seems to be a struggling conflict happening up front. The Guardian Guild's Trying to get their act together, pushing the demons back. Again, there's no coordination uh, with the demons, it is just a flood trying to overcome these defenses. That and some oh. of them are need gonna need to make some saving throws. Mm-hmm. Um some cloud kill damage. <clears throat> <sighs> Twenty-six. Twenty-six. 26. Nice. Oof, da. Uh, you can see that the, the horrible Barlgura, like, shillelagh monster mm. is choking a little bit as it was flung straight into the, the cloud kill out of the vomit. And uh, some of the smaller demons are definitely uh, uh, not doing great up in there. Uh, but the giant... Vomit creature uh, It it takes some damage But it doesn't You're not doing anything Appreciable to it Other than making it Very very angry Which Maybe that's all You really need to do Well
3: It's making me angry So
0: (laughs) Yeah Fair Absolutely fair That Will bring us to Our good friend Judah who sees a couple of these bugs. And he's going to do his laserness. No, actually, no, he's not. What he's going to do... Blast him. No, is run over to Tirza and pull out a healer's kit because he has the healer feat. He's going to Ooh. use his action to restore... 1d6 plus 4 hit points and restore you to consciousness. So you get 6 hit points. He uses up one of his healer's kits. And Tirza, you are back in the fight. Kerchow Because that what
2: Hell Judah do? yes.
0: Judah is there to help. That is his whole turn, though. Um, which he brings two guardian guild members... Okay, okay, they're doing a little better. You definitely see one edge mason grabbed by the big shillelagh gorilla, its tentacles wrapping around it, and you see it lifted up over the fortifications and literally tear somebody in half. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Wolverine versus the Hulk style. Yeah. As they roll the natural one, they get torn in half. Um... But they're putting up a little bit of a better defense, and they're keeping them at the front line, at least. That will bring us back to the top with Sid, who has more than one of these dretches around him right now, so I need you to make a constitution saving throw, as their stank is getting gnarly. All right. Um, Tearza,
4: do I get a bonus for this?
2: You do, because I'm not unconscious anymore. <laughs> Hooray! Thank
4: you, Judah. Thank you, Tirza. Um That's—I mean, it's a plus
0: two. Uh, fuck. Uh, roll a seven, so ten. Ten doesn't do it. You are poisoned for the next minute uh... until you can shake this off. I also need you to roll another saving throw to see if the droning of this creature.
4: Yeah, this is the important one, so if I could not get fucked over by my
0: dice this time. Then... Oh, actually, never mind. If you succeed at the saving throw, you are immune to the effect for 24 hours, so never mind. Ooh. Oh, cool. No. Cool.
4: Not poison. Great.
0: No, no you're still poison. Um, you're just not immediately unconscious.
4: Oh, oh, oh I see. So it's the uh, second full. one. Yeah. Cool. No, this is still fine. This is still fine. A poison. <laughs> a poison. Uh, poison. A poison. Sid's poison. Poison for Sid. That poison? I'm not.
0: <laughs> my spinach pops. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: okay, that's good. Because I, yeah, I didn't roll well. Um, so that's 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 very good. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, okay, so now I... Uh, it's my turn, so mm-hmm. I guess I will attack. I, poison means I have disadvantage on my attacks. Correct. Amongst other things. Yeah. Cool. Um, if I'm flanking, though... You are not that, flanking.
5: A...
0: Tirza is on the ground. But Judah's there. Who is helping Tirza. Judah is and... not threatening this thing, really. That's fair point. Fair point. No sneak attack damage.
2: Tirza weakly shakes her mace at it. <laughs> <laughs> you. you.
4: Um, can I hold my action action to i'll hold an attack action um for when tearsa stands up so that we can hmm. we can tag team <laughs> this thing
0: okay sounds good yeah that will bring us to cherish
3: how far away from all of them am i
0: Probably 15 feet.
3: Oh, so not that far.
0: No. Okay. We didn't make it that far. None of you have really moved that far away.
6: Yeah. Oh, me too. Lots of stuff to kill right here.
0: I mean, it's true.
3: Um, well, I think that we are going to fuck up some more. Hmm. Let's fuck up two dretches and two mosquitoes.
0: they are only two mosquitoes currently threatening? So, unless you want to just cool. choose other ones let's off in the up. distance,
3: let's fuck them up.
0: Okay, uh, I'm fuck casting. Fuck away.
3: Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, what are we? A dissolving? Right? No,
4: Jet's uh, not here. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <don't know>. Hello. <laughs> No, he's back and forth for safe. (laughs) I was texting Olivia. I was like, "Cherish sees an edge mason get torn in half and just like a thousand yards (laughs) stare." Okay, the two mosquitoes. Mm
5: -hmm.
3: Uh, That one of them is probably going to hit because that is a twenty-three.
0: Is that the one threatening Grawl or the one threatening Sid?
3: Uh the one threatening Grawl. Okay. And then the other one might also hit even. It's an eighteen.
0: Uh yeah, still hits.
4: Okay. Cool. Two so, What are you blasting them with?
3: Uh acid. Oh cool. Just some acid, you know.
5: Yeah, yeah. You know,
1: just, just uh just
3: so the acid. one on Grawl gets nine acid damage. Hey. And the one on Tears and Sid only gets four. Sorry.
0: Okay, uh, Grawl, the one that is buzzing towards you, you see a lance of horrible green slime just go through it, and it just dissolves from the inside out.
3: It's per. It's like a dark
0: black purple. There we go, dark black purple that uh, s- smells cause... of corrosive horribleness.
3: Yeah, because black dragons are the ones that do acid.
0: This is true. Not uh... the cherished knows that, but.
3: And then, oh, those aren't very good. Uh, Well, this one might hit. Uh, So for the dredges, one of them is 19. And the other one is. Huh?
0: I said that'll hit.
3: Okay. And then the other one is only 11.
0: 11 will still hit.
3: Oh, nice. All right, one of them gets 4. And
0: the other one gets 11. Damn. All right. Well, yeah. So I'm assuming you stacked up some of this on some of the, the dretches that had already been hit by the previous dissolving rays. Yes. And one of them goes down with a horrible gurgling cry as one of its mouth screams in terrified pain. And the other goes, As it melts. Yeah. Great. Demons! Hooray! War. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Blood war! Blood war! Blood <laughs> war!
0: There is, cherish, something deep inside of you that is very satisfied by oh, everything that's yeah. happened right now. I'm
2: sure. <laughs> it's
0: just like, this feels good and right. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: That will bring us to Camion, who is going to try to kill this thing. Please do. Uh-oh. Don't uh-oh. say that. Wow. I mean, we don't know how bad of an uh-oh it is until I roll percentile dice. That's just yeah. how botches work. That's um, just how it that be. That is how it be. That's a 39. That's just a real bad whiff. That's just real, <sighs> real... Just flies right past you, Grawl. Just... Phoom. <laughs> couldn't have... <laughs> uh, uh, way uh,
6: back <laughs> when I said don't shoot me in the head. It's like... I don't have to remind you every turn, right?
0: I I just <laughs> shot near your head. It's fine.
6: Right, right,
4: yes. Cool.
6: Good and cool.
0: Says the person who shot me with an
4: aldrich Blast last episode. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet, so much.
0: No. Uh, but okay. um, yeah, unfortunately, both of their bow shots go wide as they rolled like shit. Oh. That. Well, it doesn't help they have disadvantage because of the poison. Um, yeah, that's true. That will bring us to, Atirza.
2: Um, I would like to stand up and use half my movement to do that. And because I'm a team player, I will yes flank with <laughs> Sid. Um, Great. I have a question though.
0: I am here to answer. I've questions.
2: never tried to split split movement between me and the being that. ...is as one with me in combat, according to the player rules.
0: Your steed. So does
2: that mean that Carrie has half movement?
0: So, when it says it fights as one with you, I had never really translated that as a Voltron-ask-you-now-share-actions-and-movement. More that (laughs) it fights in sync with you and works under its own initiative. So you effectively have command oh. of a reindeer that fights very well with you. Uh, if you wish her to leap into the fray, please roll an air initiative for Carrie.
2: Oh, yeah, I was just, I was...
0: I like if it idea. worked out
2: the way I thought that it worked out, it was just gonna be me standing up and then Carrie just fucking ramming this mosquito immediately <laughs> after <laughs>
0: Well, uh, <laughs> say this much. If Carrie roll rolls higher oh, than shit. your initiative was, then absolutely that's what can happen.
2: She did. Your girl rolled a natural 20. Well, oh,
0: shit. shit. So, yeah. <laughs> Fucking Tears of stands up, and then just like that classic sequence of demon walking down the road going, Hey, neighbor, how's it? Bus. Um, <laughs> except reindeer. <laughs>
4: And I'd like to just cool. take that opportunity to just, like, get one hit in <laughs> while it's being stampeded.
0: So, yeah, Carrie can give me a uh, an attack roll with advantage, and uh, Sid, straight you can come in me. there with advantage as well.
4: Uh, uh, straight roll, though, because of the poison. Yes. Um, Which is fine. Come
0: on, come on, come on. <laughs>
4: That is good. That is good. That is a 21 for me.
0: Oh, yeah. That'll do it. And 20
2: for uh, Carrie.
0: You said dirty 20?
2: What a good girl. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay. Yeah. That's both hits. Roll me some damage. That's. Oh, that's so bad. Why is that so bad?
4: Some bad damage. Just roll better. I'm trying. Mm, You
1: want to (laughs) talk?
4: Um, Six. Good lord, that's so bad. Uh, fourteen. So that'd be nineteen.
0: Oh, that's okay.
1: Twenty-one. Yeah, how terrible! Bitch. Jeez.
0: Ugh. Just Whoa. the
1: worst. That's gonna come back to haunt me. I can feel <laughs> it. That
0: is three, three ones, and a three huh? in there. What's the uh, Louise? What's the reindeer damage?
2: 14, and this thing must succeed on a strength save or be knocked prone, which I assume this <laughs> means it gets like, slapped to the ground?
0: Uh, I don't like, know how that works for like, a flying Like thing. a bug on a windshield, this thing fails Ooh. a strength saving throw because it <laughs> dies. Um. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, question. Question. When it awesome. splatters, it splatters. It drank some tearsa mm-hmm. so it's covered in both its own carries covered in a of
0: splattering across the ground and okay. a large swath of crimson Tirza uh juice is intermingled with the horrible yellow demon ichor Gody, with uh oh bits God. of chitin <laughs> kind of sprinkled in uh it's a sousson of chitin within this uh <laughs> jelly <laughs> c'est magnifique magnifique that c'est
3: magnifique indeed
0: will bring uh, uh Tirza did you have any actions you wanted to accomplish I guess calling God Carrie um Whoa. that was your final yeah, fantasy uh, summon if, right there if I can, <laughs> if I, can...
1: <laughs> I mean Tirza that took a 30 one second one one animation head. to summon a reindeer I mean <laughs> That's several turns, okay?
0: <laughs> well, she took one turn uh, if being I unconscious could just, to build um, up the meter. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah.
2: <laughs> if I could just pull my shield off my back, that would be, and then
0: I'll end. Perfect. Twice. Yeah, okay. No, that will bring funny. us to Grawl.
1: Okay, so when um, Cherish killed the one I had a hex on, I get my HP back for that because they're now Ooh. dead. Mm. Nice. Get my warlock level plus some bullshit, but it doesn't matter because I'm only missing five. So that'll top me off. Om um, nom 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 nom. Um, what's left?
0: Just a shitload of dretches. And, like, there are more flying things further up towards the front lines. There's the big gorilla thing that's wrecking the front line. And there's still the gigantic demon that is, uh, like... You see now it is kind of like vomiting. reared back onto its haunches. It stopped actively vomiting and it seems to be like hmm is doing something. Hmm. It's
2: so like maybe something big is coming.
1: Yeah. Yeah, um I'm going to uh, attempt to deal with some of these uh dretches around here. Okay. Um, Yeah. Uh, Closest one?
0: Is right on top of you. They've been actively attacking you this whole time.
1: Oh god, I didn't even see you down there. (laughs) so annoying. (laughs) Okay.
0: Don't feed that thing after midnight.
1: Yeah. Okay. So attack (coughs) one is a 18. Oh yeah, that'll do it. Okay, that's gonna be um, 10 damage okay okay and then attack two is a 25. that'll do it Uh, math come on math
0: go math
1: I don't know why my brain is to stop. I'm, I'm ready to go to bed. That's what it is. No, it's eleven. Okay. Oh.
0: Yeah, you slice this thing in half, killing this creature outright.
1: Bulls closed. <laughs> S- sinks back down into the water. Oh, right, because it's the water. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot <laughs> just um, like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Grawl now only speaks in um, 1980s action movie uh, like final one-liners. bad guy one-liners. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I need everyone to give me perception checks as this fight is raging.
3: I have a machine gun now. Oh, oh, oh. <clears throat> 25. Oh, God. Uh, Man, I am just horny for this blood war. I got a one.
0: (laughs) Blood war! Uh, Blood war! 19. 19 for girl. Mm -hmm.
2: 10 for tears, though.
0: There is... A horrible retching sound that you all hear regardless. But Sid and Grawl, you pick yourselves up and glance towards the front as you see the humongous vomiting demon let out a <laughs> sound as though it's like really struggling to get something up. Um, oh, God. And it will lean back, its mouth opening like a. it's on a hinge, its bottom jaws remaining on the ground as its back half will just raise up, and something comes hurtling up out of its maw. You see the crackle of lightning and the stream of flames as this humongous demon comes bursting out of this thing's mouth, destroying the tongue in the process as it lunges forward. It has these broad, horrific, bulging shoulders of knotted muscle that flare backward in what look like skeletal wings at first, but then you see there are these writhing, tentacular uh, appendages coming back off of its shoulders, each of them tipped with long, serrated claws. Its right arm ends in a long, sinuous whip that crackles with black fire, its hand not even ending with an appendage, but just continues into this long, flaming whip. Its left hand is a talon clutched around, seemingly fused around a sword of living lightning that crackles as it cleaves its way out of the maw of this thing, letting out a howling roar. You see that it's face is bifurcated down the middle, and it looks like two heads are trying to grow away from each other, but are still like connected near the center.
3: Who designed this thing? A ten-year-old?
0: And it is legally distinct from a Balrog, as it charges forward out of this horrible, vomiting monster.
3: Does it start its turn in the cloud kill?
0: Uh, it does... (laughs) Okay. And it chooses to succeed its saving throw.
3: Okay.
4: Hooray! Legendary resistances. Boise.
3: Uh, let's we see. all book. Uh, let's see. Okay, 10, 17, 22. Wow, oh,
6: crazy. I saw something really cool all the way back at the fort. I, uh, um, <laughs> um, got uh, so that's go. That's,
3: that's 24, so it takes 12 acid damage.
0: Okay
6: i guess I, I left my keys i have to try to remember where
0: i parked <laughs> as the demons near the front take acid damage as they are left to boil in this cloud this horrific newcomer will strike its long flaming whip appendage just raking it across the front of these lines you see guardian guild members go flying and huge breaches within the barricade forming as there are spikes that have been made out of wood are just turned to ash as this fire whips past. And you can see things, even in close proximity to this creature, begin to just catch flame almost spontaneously.
3: Sweet. Love it. Uh
0: It lets out a chattering howl with its two mouths and as it does there is a sudden Lurching sensation behind all of your navels as the clock strikes two oh, in the afternoon. There is a pull, and I need everyone to give me charisma saving throws.
3: Oh, uh, let's, have...
0: uh,
4: let's see. Sid, you have a bonus. Thank you. Um... Isn't
3: secretly a dragon, right?
0: <laughs> there are no secretly a dragons here.
3: Okay. <laughs> Except for me, trying to add some levity,
4: right? And I'm not being charmed, so this is just a straight roll.
3: Oh Jesus Christ! Oh fuck, that was almost a one. I would have died. Um, Maybe, maybe, (laughs) (laughs) just dead on the fucking spot. Uh, It is a dirty twenty, though.
4: Okay. Plus, and I get uh, plus two for tears' bonus. Correct. Cool. cool, 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 That is a one. That is a one. I rolled a one.
2: Oh no! I rolled a one.
4: That's a one, Uh-oh. guys.
5: Uh-oh.
4: <laughs> I was doing pretty get, good
1: in this can fight. Did he get my saving face?
4: <laughs> <laughs> That's a one. That's a one.
1: Like if I stand behind him and make him like with my fingers, give him like a scowl. Or, now, technically, you know... with with the bonus.
4: I, I rolled a six. But, um.
5: Which is Yeah. Yep,
4: yeah. yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was doing so well. What oh. did everybody else say? So, so well.
1: Uh, 21.
2: And 18 for me.
0: Okay. And a dirty. So Just th- me. the three of you feel this pull towards the southwest. You feel your feet skittering on the ground as there is a physical force that pulls you at least a foot in that direction. Judah and Camion also feeling this as they stare and oh no. Oh, Don't no. say that. Judah. No.
2: Judah. Of all people, <laughs> oh no. Oh. I can't grab Sid and Judah. Oh no.
0: Camion will clutch at their head and fall to their knees, their eyes going wide. They will clutch at their throat as though they can't breathe. Sid, Yep. You are underwater. There is nothing but darkness all around you. There is perhaps a distant light coming from ...an indistinct direction... ...if it's up, if it's down... ...you don't know. All you know is there's a brief... ...glimmer... ...of light coming from... ...somewhere that gives... ...faint shadows to your surroundings. You feel... ...the pressure of water... ...in your ears... ...and on your... ...tongue as you... ...attempt to hold your breath... It begins to burn. You feel the water rock suddenly around you, pushing against you. You feel the urge to breathe in, to gasp. You fight it. There's a moment of horrific knowing as something enormous moves through the water. You see the briefest form below you, above you, Against the light. And there is a symbol that glows out from the darkness. A brand of sickly yellow light. Three claws shining up from darkness, twisted, unlike. The ones you've seen before, this one more wicked, evil, wrong. It twists in your mind, wrapping itself around you. And it tells you with absolute clarity, take a breath. I need you to give me a constitution saving throw. With no Ooh. bonuses from any of your allies
4: that makes sense do i want to use this one again no no i don't trade my trust constitution saving through it's not great six
0: You all see Sid suddenly gasp, eyes rolling back up into his skull and lets out a horrible gurgle as water begins just pouring out of his mouth and he falls over unconscious. As you begin to drown. Whew. Nearby, you see Judah standing transfixed, as though paralyzed by some unseen horror. He will stare at nothing, seemingly, and you see horrible black water begin to stream out of his mouth and nostrils and ears and out from his eyes. And there's a moment where he is standing horribly transfixed like this and then there's no swift fall to his knees like Camion or crumpling like Sid but like a tree Judah falls over. Unmoving. Not breathing. Still. That horrific moment passes for most of you. Camion will shake their head as demons begin biting at their arms and shoulders, the rest of you taking positions as you stand. Still, mid-fight, the demons cackling, yowling, screaming, shrieking. None of the members of the Guardian Guild seemed affected in the same way you all were, but Judah and Sid lay motionless on the ground, Sid, at least, fighting for air, Judah, completely still. There's a rumble of thunder that passes in the sky above you. The demons continue to shriek and fight, but there is a roar from behind you, and you see approaching quickly eight figures dressed in brown robes approaching the fight. I think it is there that we're going to end tonight's session.
5: (sighs) As the blood war has
0: come in full force. The fates of the Threadless are truly on a razor's edge in this moment. And in that terrible, terrible dark water, Sid, you are left with an image that you thought you had moved past from Fair Amesir. That knowing, that sense of losing yourself in deep, deep waters. exactly what the skein witch showed you because as always you can find us on twitter at matcom rpg It's spelled M-A-T-C-O-M R-P-G. we also have an email address which is materialcomponentsrpg at gmail.com we always love hearing from all of our listeners
3: Yeah, uh you can find, yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah,
5: yeah. Uh
3: you can find me on Twitter at Elliot C Lewis. Um and you can also support me on Patreon uh, at patreon.com/ slash... Oh boy, just completely fucking forgot. <laughs> you can find a link to that <laughs> it's on their Twitter Lewis as well. It's on my Twitter. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah. it's uh... Yeah, it's It's Elliot. also Elliot C. Lewis. It's Elliot C. Lewis. Okay, that's what I figured, but I just I, I don't know anything anymore, clearly, so <laughs> I I know because
2: I looked it up to sign up to be a patron of Elliot's. Do it. It's fun. Come join our club. Good club. Uh and also you can find me on Twitter at CryoutOlivia, Olivia where we can talk about being part of the Elliot C. Lewis Patron Club. And also, um, I don't know, all the other shit that's happening right now. <laughs> oh my god. Remember when we thought that the Valor-Cherish confrontation was going to be the most dramatic thing? And they were like, oh, okay, but then the Jar sheer here. Okay, But no, no, no. Bloodborne.
1: Oh.
2: <laughs> Great. Bloodborne. Yeah. Everything happens so much. Come hang out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um if you want to find me on Twitter and Instagram you can find me at the ridemus. Um yeah, uh by the time this episode comes out I am going to be in a different state for a bit. Woo-hoo. Um so let me know your favorite things to do in Colorado cuz that's where I'm going to be
0: favorite safe things to do in Colorado yes
1: oh yeah yeah given that the world is uh yeah like not allowing for me to hang out with people so what's the best thing to do besides go hang out with nature tell me your favorite hikes do that one yeah there you go nice and
4: specific uh and instead of looking for me on social media you don't need to do that I won't be there I'll be busy uh looking at other uh uh Class features and uh, subclasses uh, for no reason. Monks seem cool. Um, <laughs> but, uh, instead of doing, instead of uh, reaching out to me on social media, um, what would be more impactful for me and for everybody involved in this podcast uh, would be um, going to whatever platform you are consuming this podcast with and rating and reviewing Our podcast. Uh, It means a lot to hear from you guys. Um, We always love it. Um, It's really, really helpful for us. Um, And uh, even if you, even if you, even if you've already reviewed the podcast, get somebody else that you know to just, just review. (laughs) Just like, please, 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 you know, get down,
0: sit them down.
4: (laughs) have them listen to the first episode and then instantly review what they think. Um, have cause even that would to be really one remarkable.
0: of the one shots maybe.
3: Yeah. Episode six, maybe, maybe episode
0: 10. Don't be wrong. Like it's, it's okay from the get go, but our audio quality gets a lot better later on. Yeah. I mean, yes, mm-hmm. that is true.
4: Um, but it, the story content is, is still good. And even in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you do that, uh, we and you include the name of an NPC in the subject line, we will include that NPC in the campaign. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it'll be the name of my next character. I don't know. I Again, mean, just spitballing. Yeah. <laughs> just spitballing here. Um, but yeah, please okay. do that. We will we will put that name in there, no matter how silly, no matter how cool it it will be in the campaign. It's true. So um, please do that.
0: And of course, you can find me on Twitter at mkgurgoni, where I am more than happy to talk about the uh, the way in which my NPCs continually try to kill themselves by botching it inopportune moments. First, it was Jeremiah Payne, and now it's our good friend Judas Sunpalm. So, yeah. who's next? Yeah. Who can say?
4: Yeah. Now, Okay, this might have to wait till after we stop recording, but um, I have
0: questions about that. Uh, well, that's good. So do I. And uh, leastways, the man who has the most questions is, of course, our good, good friend, Omatep, who you can find on Twitter at NPC underscore AN. Because uh, even when he has terrible realizations that selling the same items to cherish twice may or may not have been a good idea, uh, he is, of course, an important NPC.
3: <laughs> at least at least he came to the realization. At least it happened. <laughs> it's all I can ask for with Omaten.
0: <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening. As always, the world is chaos, so please be kind to one another. Goodbye, y'all. Goodbye. See See you next time.